on this episode of the Buzzkill Podcast. You have not watched I've Game of Thrones. I've never watched Game of Thrones. Oh, it was your mom who watched Game of Thrones. Is that a joke? No, 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 no. That's no. <laughs> no, not a joke. Like, for some she reason. did. You're listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. episode 328 welcome back to the buzzkill podcast where tonight we just wish we were watching hell your season three that's damn it. it but that's all we wish for instead we settled for these other fucking goblins come on new kirks in stop hobbling my gob <laughs> come on new kirks come on, come on man stop, stop hobbling my gob i don't know what that cackle <laughs> was i just did <laughs> What up? Uh, what's going on, guys? I'm Mike. And I am Pretzel Jim. No, fuck you. You are not Pretzel Jim. Yes, I am, No, baby. you are not. I am just talking over you. Yes, I am. No. What? Because, because, because there's been recently a very public outcry. And when the world speaks, when the public speaks, when my public speaks... There's no public. Pretzel Jim listens. No, Josh said something last week, and you got like a raging pretzel boner. Nope, absolutely yeah. not. It wasn't Josh. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't. in fairness, Josh couldn't give anybody a boner, but it... <laughs> <laughs> in fact, he actively kills boners. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to comment on that because I did have okay. a rager on, for most on. of the what? Picture a rager, and then just oh hey guys, <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was the sound of my boner going down. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Pretzel Jim is back. All right, at least for tonight. So is Meaty Mike. Listen, I got it. <laughs> yeah, Meaty Mike. What what does Meaty Mike bring to the table? Tofu. Some um, some some nice. I don't know any other vegan dishes. <laughs> I don't like anytime anybody asks uh, me about vegan stuff. I peas. Just, <laughs> peas. Like a, a dish of peas, <laughs> a dish of peas, smashed peas. Is that it? Like, is that a vegan dish? Like, you just like baby food, James. What are we? What are we having tonight, honey? Oh, I made you a lovely dish of peas. Well, here's well, well James, I'm about to blow your mind. I made, I made chicken and waffles, the other night. Oh yeah, I did. Out of what? <laughs> peas. <laughs> no, you did mention that. I would did, you? Yeah. Would you? What did you make chicken and waffles out of? They um they have this we found this baller ass sorry pretzel Jim we'll get back to you yeah uh, well. we found this this baller ass fake chicken stuff which don't get me wrong it's the the texture is like the closest we've found yet it and, and the texture is like chicken it's just a little bit softer just a little bit but Hold on. it comes in a breast four four <laughs> I come on breast too <laughs> those are four words that have never seen the light of day baller ass fake chicken dude that's not. That's not a thing. I'm trying to make it a thing. Uh, it's like it's like fetch. Um, oh yeah, it's not gonna happen. I'm trying. <laughs> uh, no, but we found this stuff though. It's called Meaty brand with an I. Meat e meat eye. Meat eye. Meat eye. Uh, meat eye. They make, they make uh, steak. Uh, fake, fake steak and fake chicken, and it comes in, a, in like a breast. And the weird thing is, is like when it, when you open it, it smells like raw chicken, which is bizarre. That's weird. And then you put it in a pan, and it like browns like raw chicken. What kind of chemicals it's do bizarre. they pump into this Nothing. shit? It's all it's to all make it smell it's all like mushrooms. raw chicken. So there's just a mushroom out there that smells like raw chicken. Well, it's the it's 
they they use spices and stuff like that to to simulate it, but okay. it's pretty fucking close. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, it's all it's all actually it's all I made ch- from mushrooms. Is this the stuff. chicken that I tried at the champ out? Yeah. In the uh yep. the the yep. chicken dip that you made. Well, it wasn't okay. really dip. It was chicken salad. Yeah, chicken but, salad, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I'll concede it was actually pretty good. So I just took that or whatever, and I cut it into strips. I breaded it and I air fried it, and I put <sighs> I stuff get... on it, and then I just made waffles. I mean, you can make waffles without milk or without. Uh, anything dairy very sure. easily yeah. so i just did that and then i I found fucking bourbon barrel syrup and put it's vegan shit, put that shit up. Oh, syrup is vegan james it comes from trees i don't know it's, it's i like tree cum i like <laughs> it's literally cum. what it is <laughs> dude <laughs> there's just somewhere there's a forest full of happy trees they all, <laughs> they all have the tap they have the tap, and they're just all like, "Oh God!" The tap, the tap might as well just be like a butt plug. Like that's that's all it is. Just find a knot in the tree. Um, but uh, yeah, no, you uh, they they take the maple syrup and they just age it in bourbon barrels. That's nice. It. Yeah. So how was the chicken and waffles? It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. And you made gnocchi out of carrots. I made gnocchi out of carrots yesterday. Yeah. It was delicious. Was it really? Yeah, it was actually really good. It's not. It's not like those fucking. <laughs> it's not like those carrot hot dogs, is it? No, fuck no. <laughs> those that look disgusting. disgusting. No, those were gross. <laughs> um, no, I, honestly, I, I'm making this. And I walk over to Chris and I'm like, I just bought full size carrots to then chop them up into like inch size pieces to boil them so that I could mash them up, put them with flour. Just to roll back out into the shape of a carrot and then cut into inch-sized pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just boil a carrot. I know, right? <laughs> um, no, it was delicious. Though. I made homemade pesto to go with it and tossed it in pesto. It was fucking delicious, dude. This is, heavy, though. Heavy as hell. This all sounds dope, aside from the <laughs> extra four hours it takes to cook vegan dishes. Uh, it, uh, uh, it can. Yeah. No, no, it can. It can. <laughs> but I'm going to make the gnocchi for a holiday party this year. So oh, you are? You can try it then. Okay. So I'm always willing to try all this stuff. Yeah. And I actually, for as much as I make fun of people who eat tofu, I love tofu. Oh, tofu's delicious. I love it. It takes on the flavor of whatever you put it in. So it's like... Go to Sai Tai. Yeah. Uh, a local Thai food place. Sure, yeah, yeah, Go yeah. to Sai Tai. Get the steamed tofu. Not the fried. Yeah. Steamed. Really? I'm telling you, it's the best tofu you'll ever have. Better than fried tofu? Because yes. I like yes. the little crispiness. That, I'm telling that you, tofu. it's the taste. I'm telling you, the texture's fine too, but like it's the taste. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. that's that's the fucking. I would do that. Yeah, I'm not. That I'm, is the bee's tits. I'm not. <laughs> uh, I'm not against. Yeah, I'm not. I'm totally not against tofu. Like whenever we go to Mongo, yeah. I always throw tofu in my dish because I like it. How often do you go to Mongo? I haven't been there in a couple of years. No, well, the only one left now is the Hall Road one. Is it really? We were actually gonna go they there. Closed all the other ones yeah, down. Yeah, that's a we bummer. Were, we were gonna go there the other day, but they use. You know she's on crazy diet, uh, wedding diet right now. <laughs> so they use canola oil, and that was a, that was a. She's no actually no. not allowed to eat food. At yeah, all. pretty much. Yeah. She just has to go somewhere where they serve vegan dishes that she can look at. I just want to look at some food. <laughs> no, uh, that's not. But but we actually did. We went to. Uh, we had a couple's date the other night. We did. Yes, it was fun. We went and we played putt putt. I sucked. Oh oh. I, I got one I of the sucked, most. I sucked so hard. It was uh, terrible. Not yeah. not. It it's not a great. Um, it doesn't bode well for this weekend for me because I'm in a golf golf tournament. Oh yeah, no. But the nice thing about shoot your short game was a little short. The nice thing about professional greens is the typically the cup doesn't have a 45 degree angle mound all around it. You and <laughs> typically no. <laughs> you and Aaron were making shots that defy physics. We were making holes, hole in ones. 
<laughs> like like crazy. You'd shoot it like 14 feet past the hole, and then it would just trickle all the way back, and I'd be like, okay, that's how you do it. And then I would shoot it 14 feet, feet past the hole, and it would just stop dead. Yep, I'm yep. like, what the fuck, dude? It's okay. You more than made up for it at the driving range, though, where you, you I, I whiffed, I think, 95% of my shots. Even Kristen, yeah, even Kristen, for the very down. first time ever, she showed was, me up. She was out driving. Yeah. Oh yeah. Her. Absolutely. <laughs> I am terrible at golf. That's why we decided to go shooting instead of golfing for your bachelor party. Yep. Because um, because any, any idiot any 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 little any idiot can shoot a gun. Any idiot can talk. <laughs> any idiot can. Well, not every idiot can talk, but every every idiot can shoot a gun. Th- I think that, that's probably true, I think that's actually, yeah yeah <laughs> I think unfortunately I think, that's been, I think that's been proven in our country thanks NRA <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway man have you had anything else going on no no it's been we uh we we have a shower in a week so we're just in that mode just fucking in the thick of it we're in the thick of it we're less than two months out so luckily all you out there in podcast land only have to hear me talk about a wedding for another like month and a half oh thank god and then we're gonna be off for a couple weeks probably um maybe if i like i i know that it's coming up so i have a little more time to prepare so i might i might try and do it you myself should. you absolutely should n- but not with guests i'm gonna do it myself no you're not <laughs> i'm just gonna <laughs> no, sit you're not. i'm gonna sit down here in the hangar and just talk to myself about horror movies well the good thing is that you can sit here and in the hangar you can hang brain oh i got by oh, yourself dude i most of like, the time, like most you, of the time, you if you're the, not here with me, I am hangbrain. You scoot to the front of the chair so it's like right off the edge, just, you know, and just pendulum it back yep, and forth. You just slide <laughs> it. You just slip it down. I'm getting a little older, so they hang a little further down. Oh, yeah. Mine hit just... the crossbar. <laughs> they're, they're already there. Uh, yeah, cool, man. I yep. haven't had much going on. I got a, we're recording on Thursday night. Yeah, we're back back to a weird sketch again. What are you doing tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow I'm heading up to Bad X. Oh, yeah. Because uh, tomorrow is the... So we go up on Friday because Greg uh, and his buddies up there still do their... Um, their uh, fantasy football draft on Friday, which me, nerds, yeah, nerds. Me and me and Vern just go and get drunk while they there do while they do their nerd shit, and then on did you ever look at him and just go, you know what I mean? You <laughs> know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> and then uh, Saturday we have our Mangina Invitational, which is I think this is the fourteenth year. Yep. So rock and steady. I missed it last year, unfortunately. Okay. okay. It's the first time I ever missed it, which was a bummer. But uh, we're back. We're back on our game. So, whatever, whatever game that is, cricket. Yeah. I think it's cricket. Cricket. Yeah. Yeah. We go and we play cricket. Water. Water cricket. Yeah. yeah I don't know what that is. Me so. neither. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's all I've got going on. All right. Well, um, I guess I, it's Segway. Seg. Segway. Segway. I still have that saved in my phone. What? The. Do you remember when I did the? <laughs> it was the Sega. It was the Sega thing, but I did Segway. No. Dude, I used to do this on the show. Did you? Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, well, at the break, we'll pull it up. Speaking of things that I waste my time on, let's get into some corrections from na- uh, last last week. <laughs> stupid! You're so stupid! We're not that stupid. Uh, well, we'll see. I didn't listen to the episode because <clears throat> it took me forever to make Josh sound halfway palatable, like I mentioned on our uh, hangover thing. So palatable i didn't actually listen to it the Sorry. two things that don't go the, the 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 two words the two words that go together le- least less 
the two words that go together less than a hard time tonight. Then, uh, then what the fuck did you say? <laughs> Would you say fucking baller fake chicken or whatever <laughs> it was? Are Josh and palatable? Yeah, uh, um, yeah. So anyway, I actually don't have corrections from the episode last week, our official episode. Okay. I have some corrections from the Hangover episode. Which, if you liked the Hangover. Tell us. Yeah, if you enjoyed the hangover, let us know. That was just kind of a thing that we did. Like we we just decided, hey, we got some other shit to say. Yeah. But we don't want to say it on the show. We have a platform, damn it. We have a we have quite a platform. We we reach literally tens of people across the US and the world. That's it's big. Every year. That's big. So um so if you're one of those tens of people, let us know if you'd like the hangover <laughs> hangover episode. Uh so first of all you're kind of stupid. Nah, um, shit. Peter Stormare is Swedish, not Russian. Oh, is he really? Yes. He plays a Russian, though, it's, in like it's every because movie. He f- yeah, he plays the hell out of a Russian. Ah. He does. But he is, in fact, Swedish. Interesting. Yeah. Um, huh. And then a couple a couple other things aren't really, uh, they're not really uh, corrections. They're more like... In Swedish. Yeah, Swedish. <laughs> Who knew? Sweet. Um. These are not really corrections. They're just to like expand upon a couple of things that we talked about. Okay. First of all, I mentioned the f- you mentioned some some uh, paradox thing, and I said, "Oh, it's the Fermi paradox." Is that the thing you were talking about? I I didn't look it up, so I'm not okay. sure. So the actual what the Fermi paradox is is uh, the discrepancy between the lack of conclusive evidence of advanced extraterrestrial life. And the apparently apparently high likelihood of its existence. That, so it's this, I think I, that, yes, it's this I, idea. I do believe that that is. It's it. this idea that there there's apparently a high likelihood that uh, aliens exist. Yet there's a lack of any real conclusive evidence. Yes, I, I do believe that that is it. Which I've got something. I got some crazy shit to say about that real quick. Okay. So last night, so something weird happened in June. Over the in the skies over Bad Axe. <laughs> I sent this to Greg Newkirk. <laughs> what what that that article? Oh, did you really? <laughs> well, you should have sent him all three. You should have sent him the two articles and the 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 track the, the the jet tracker that my oh brother in law oh, sent me. Shut up, shut up. So here's something weird. I'm just gonna go off on a tangent here for a second. So in early June of 2023. There was some strange things happening in the sky over Bad Axe, Michigan. Which one is could say unidentified things. Unidentified things, which is where I grew up. That's my hometown. People claim that they saw two F-16s chasing some sort of flying disc mm-hmm. in the daytime sky. And this thing was eluding the F-16s like it like it was just like these F-16s were just basic bitch ass jets like they it, it was just flying around the sky it would stop it would turn it would face them and then it would dodge them when was this June 3rd I think was this the same time the same day remember when I told you I woke up in the middle of the night that one night and I and I felt that weird like like no, air that, vibration I remember that that was that was not that was that. a while okay. ago okay. yeah that okay. was a while ago so and and then even my dad, my dad is not, my dad's not like a, I believe in aliens kind of guy. I don't think he like, I don't think that he would straight up deny it, but it's, he's not like us. Like he's not active, no, no. actively out there going, oh, fucking aliens exist, right? He'd probably look up in the sky and just be like, I'm really high. Even, 
<laughs> That's probably true. Even he said that day there was something really crazy going on above Bad X. Okay. He said there were he said as far as he could tell there were at least two F16s just ripping around the sky out there. He said they would they would you could hear them kind of slow down and all of a sudden they would just kick on the afterburners and like they were they fight. were after something. Yeah. And then the guy who actually said that he witnessed it uh said that at one point the uh you know how F16s are equipped with like the anti-missile flares. Mm-hmm. He said they were deploying those things as if there was something being fired at them so that happened for some reason nobody freaking talked about it right and then last night i open up snapchat and i open up the one from my brother-in-law first and he sends me uh, a tracker like he there's a you can track um like flight activity above you right sure he sends me this tracker and he says two nights in a row this is so weird and it's a Boeing Stratotanker that just went up, circled over Bad Axe, like did, did a big circle over Bad Axe, and then left. And he said that's two nights in a row that they've done that. Well, the, hold go on, on, hold go on, on, hold go on, on. Let me yeah, finish yeah. the story. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's really strange. Like, why would a Stratotanker be... So a Stratotanker, if you don't know, is uh, one of the... Um, it's a, the F-135, I think. And it's used for refueling other aircrafts in the sky, mid-flight. Everybody's seen that before where you have the big tanker and the mm-hmm. big hose that comes out the back. And um, so he said, this is two nights in a row this has happened. Then I open our squad Snapchat, and Sarah had sent me the story from June 3rd because I don't think she had heard about it. So she had just sent it to me yeah. about the <clears throat> dogfight over Bad Axe. So then I'm trying to find information about why there would be a strato tanker circling over Bad Axe. And one of the first um, articles that I come across is there was something weird that happened in the skies over Bad Axe on June 3rd, but nobody's talking about it. Why? And you open up the, open up the article. And in this article, they interviewed... Some Air Force general, something I don't remember his actual, um, like his actual rank or anything like that. But he says, to his knowledge, on June third, Dungeon Master, Dungeon Master, probably. Yeah. <laughs> to his knowledge, on June third, there were no F-16s over the thumb. So what the hell were? So so either like oh, he's lying. What were people seeing? Yeah. If well, it wasn't F-16s, what were they seeing? If it was F-16s, why is he saying that there were no F-16s over? Over bad acts because and they only declassify and tell you what they want you to know, right? So just because they're releasing stuff to the public right now doesn't that that's just stuff that is not considered a threat to anything, right? If this is something that and just happened, and it's not, it's yeah. not like there's always been military training operations above bad acts for as long as I can as long as I can remember. Like we used to get, I have you ever experienced a sonic boom? Yes, I have actually. We used to get them all the time in Bad Axe, and I, I loved it. I thought well, they were awesome. When you don't know it's coming, well, you it's never know. It's, you never know it's coming. But when we, when it used to happen to me to us in our house when we were kids, I thought it was so rad. I was at the hydro boat races one year. Yeah, we were right right on the Detroit River, mm-hmm. and so we were on like the you know you, you're watching the boat races, so you're right on the water. Sure, yeah. And they had a flyover from the F-16, and we didn't know that it was coming at all. And so it rips down the Detroit river right in front of us. You just first, all you, all you do, you see, you see it go by mm-hmm. 
And then you're like, whoa. And then it just fucking hits you. Like I'm this su- wall of sound. I'm surprised they let him do that there because, because sonic booms can shatter windows. Oh, oh, I'm surprised it didn't. Yeah, that's crazy. It, it literally sounded like a bomb went off. Oh, yeah. Next to us. Yeah. It was absolutely insane. It, it used to shake and our... And it was so it low, we got hit by water. Oh, you, you did? That's how From low the, the plane was, though. Yeah. So it happened... Like the, the sonic boom itself mm-hmm. happened just like, just right like there. The, yeah. Like, crazy. Yeah, that's that's cool. Um, Yeah, it... Uh, it I used to love them when, I, when they happened when I was younger. But going back to, the, the, to this whole thing. Sure. So what the hell's going on? And then why is this strato tanker? My my brother in law he he goes well. I just kind of resigned myself to the idea that uh, they're probably tracking weather. And I said no, dude, that's not what strato tankers are used for. They they have jets that are specifically equipped for tracking weather patterns. The only thing strato tankers are used for is refueling other aircrafts. My idea was maybe all this fucky shit was going on over Bad Axe. And now the Air Force thinks that they need constant aerial presence over Bad X. And they don't and so they want to keep their jets up in the air as long as possible. Well so that was a balloon so, though, wasn't it? Wasn't that that well they claimed that's what, what, what are you talking about? That balloon thing that was over Bad X. Remember a while back was that comp that that group. Yeah, that but there was, was also the dog. Yeah, fight. yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying is it because of that though? Like there was this thing that happened and now they're Well is it all connected as well? Well, saying. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like okay. maybe they feel like they need to be in that area watching the skies now, and maybe. so they have I don't know F-16s or whatever up there, or 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 those those jets with the giant radar things on mm-hmm. the top. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just have them up there circling the area, and they they want to keep them in the air as long as possible and have the presence in the air for possible. as long as possible. So they're actually sending a strato tanker up there. To refuel them mid-flight. That's that's it's possible. Doesn't that sound? It's possible. Yeah, absolutely. It's what's crazy, going on dude. In like, what's going on in Vatix? We could be the next Hellier. This is that Sam Squatch that you saw. That's what they're. That's, oh, that's, that's what they're. That's what they're searching for. No, he's 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 good people. Like I feel like I I feel like the he's ax, just ax chilling. Squatch. Yeah, the Axe Squatch. <laughs> he's good people. I feel like he's just chilling. I think even maybe he's freaked out about this whole thing maybe maybe like, like fuck did you see like, that shit it's fucking aliens dude <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy so anyway well, the other um, day i saw that plane that was super low over my house too though I was, i'm driving down nine mile it was dude it was fucking i, I mean we're see... we're right by self no, no no so no it's... this was coming down the opposite way oh did you ever look into that i i did and i didn't see anything about it it was coming you said down it looked like it was gonna land on 94 yeah, like it, it was, was doing an emergency landing it was moving away from the city there's nothing there's, so it was going north, but it wasn't going to Selfridge. It wasn't a, it wasn't a Selfridge plane. It right, was right. a passenger plane. And it was low enough to where I could see heads in the windows. That's how low it was. That's I've wild. never seen anything like that in my life. That's crazy. And then about 15 minutes later after I got home, I noticed that there was a plane heading back towards Detroit. So I'm going to assume that it was the same plane because this plane was pretty low too. Unless it landed at that. There's an airport in Detroit. No, this is going away from Detroit. Oh, it was coming away from yeah, Detroit. Yeah, so it, it was going... North. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So, like, that's what I'm saying. So, I think it was. It might have been the same plan. Like, it, it was going down, and then, like, maybe it, re- it came back up. Yeah. Because it was still low. Like 15 minutes later. Yeah, because they're not supposed. I oh no, I don't I, think I, you're supposed to ride that low. No, I don't. I don't. Absolutely not. I don't really know much about like it, aviation laws and stuff like that. But oh, and you know what? Come to think about it, its wheels were down. Well, if it was I a small, if that. it was like a Cessna or something. No, like, this was a passenger plane. This was a Boeing. Oh, when you okay, 
Oh. This was like a bow. Oh, wow. That's really? what I'm, yes, that's what I'm saying. I can oh, see okay. heads in the windows. See, I got, okay. <laughs> the way you, the, sorry, the way you described that, I thought you meant it was like a, a small. No, no, no. This was like a big Whoa. airport passenger plane. That's weird. That's what that, th- now well, you know on. why it was You were so coming weird. home from work? Is no, it's coming home from uh, somewhere else. Is it possible that it was just taking off from that the, no, God, the one no, in Detroit? No, 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 no. You never see them that low. Hmm. Ever, Interesting. Ever, ever, ever. That's really weird. Yeah, that's why I was, like when that's why I went to look like because you hear stories about that like small planes landing on highways in yeah. an emergency oh, yeah. and well, stuff the, like the, that. Well, that's why highways have long strips of straight, uh, um, like 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 straight like like a couple miles worth of straight passageway. They're literally built for that exact reason. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. One. one not. Not. One, not just because it makes sense to just like no. have cars go straight. They, they. They build them that way for emergency plane landing. Oh, that's it's interesting. literally a part of it. It started back in like World War II or something like that. Hmm. If they needed to land planes for something or whatever, like it was built into it, and that's wow. part of the. I don't know if it's code now, but they do it a lot. In, sure. In yeah. Yeah. Certain areas. Wow. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Um, the last thing I have here is... <laughs> the <I> more <laughs> you know. <laughs> the last thing I have here is uh, I mentioned there was some country who had an uh, an AI news anchor. Yeah. So uh, in 2018... What's Ch- the one with the fake boobs? Uh, probably. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. Well, yes. Yes. Extremely fake boobs. <laughs> um, in 2018, China made a move. It claims to be the world's first introducing an artificial intelligence AI... News anchor. The move was unlike any other, and according to China's state news agency, Xinhua, the virtual newsreader was meant to work 24 hours a day on its website and social media channels, reducing news production costs. Oh. Well, okay. That's still bullshit. So AI is coming for you. It's coming for you, Devin Skillian. Yep. It's coming for you, Karen Drew. Artificial insemination. (laughs) Coming for you, Karen uh, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, no. Oh, uh, she's a babe. I know. For like a for like a a a, a lady she that's de- a lady deserves, that's kind of getting on in the years. She deserves a natural, not an artificial. Yeah, none of that AI shit. All right, that's all I got. All right. That was a really long correction segment. It was, it segment. was. But Sorry. it's fine. We're still only 25 yeah, we're, minutes. We're so. rocking and rolling. We're good. We're good. There's no. There's nobody holding the holding us down this week. Yeah. <laughs> Guy named Holden. Yeah. <laughs> Caulfield. Yeah. All right. Uh, that, <laughs> nice. That was, nice. Thanks, man. Uh, that was corrections. I <laughs> don't know what we... What? Oh, what are we doing this week? <laughs> Jesus, James. Sorry, man. You get all conspiracy theory and like you're all my, crazy. My brain gets scrambled. It's crazy, it's man. Crazy, man. Need some, uh, need some tinfoil hats. So it's been such a long time since Pretzel Jim has been here. I don't know. When oh we shit! Us- I when do we usually do that? We did it at the very beginning. We completely okay. forgot about. Well, it. he'll be part of the, uh, he'll be part of the drinks this year. Okay. This week. All right, fine. All right. So what are we doing this week, Michael? Oh, Mike is. Did you never turn that off? No, nah, I just realized that we had a humidifier going oh, behind dude, us. Hopefully, that's, that's not going to be so annoying. Hopefully, that wasn't too loud. Actually, I think like these mics don't pick stuff up from that far away. No, we'll, do see. They? we'll see. Yeah, we, we'll we, see. We know that it was there. So. Yeah. Apologies. We had a dehumidifier running. Yep. Uh, so if um, the first twenty-seven minutes of the show sounds like shit, <laughs> that's why. Blame Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this week, Michael, movies. Yes. yes. What did we watch? Uh, we watched uh, a newer film called Unwelcome. Unwelcome. Which uh, 
it was on Shutter. Sorry, we, we did uh, we did for, we did the trailer for Trailer Trash. Not we did. Too, not yes. too long ago. We did. Uh, so we so we checked that one out. Uh, and and with that, two very different, like ridiculously different Goblin movies. So Unwelcome was more serious fare. Yes. Um, and then even more serious was Hobgoblins. <laughs> Stop gobbling my hob. Oh wait, no. Stop <laughs> hobbling my gob. Uh, and if you know anything about hobgoblins, then you know what you're in for. That, that's that's. I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, it was. Well, we'll get into gives it later. Troll Two a run for its money. I'll say that. <laughs> it, it makes it makes uh, Troll Origins look like <laughs> Troll, huh? Or not Troll? Leprechaun. Leprechaun Origins yeah. makes Leprechaun Origins look like. What is it? Does it make it look like a masterpiece, or does it make it look like a amateur piece of shit? Um, Stay tuned, and you'll find out. <laughs> Um, so anyway, to go along with, I'm stalling because I was trying to look up the fat orange well, cat. to go along with that, I'll take over here. Uh, one of the movies, uh, Unwelcome, refers to the goblins as leprechauns because that's basically the folklore of, of Ireland. It takes place in Ireland, this movie. Yes, of course. Yeah, so yes. it's leprechauns. And they, and they refer to them as leprechauns. Well, the dumbasses do. The dumbasses do, The people do, yes. who don't know what they're talking about, but it's not leprechauns. But I didn't have a big field to choose from this week, and here's the thing. Yeah, here is the thing, because I, I, I need to know this. Yeah, so I didn't tell you the story, because uh, I just figured I'd save it for here. Uh, there is a beer called Hobgoblin, mm-hmm. and uh, we've had it before. No, you had Green Goblin, I think, because they had a yeah. Green Goblin beer. Okay. I think that's one that I got you and had like five years of disgustingness at the bottom of it, if you remember correctly. Because, was, that, was that from... Because uh, the only place that you can find Hobgoblin and Green Goblin is at Embassy. Embassy. Which is, if you've listened to the show long enough, you know it's 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 part of the, the repertoire, the mythology, if you will, of our show. Yeah. Um, that was, that's the only place that I know of to get it. So and will, will you just not like set foot in that place anymore? Or well, what? I went there. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, no. I'm pretty sure the bottles that I found were the same bottles from like five years ago. You, dude. Yeah. Disgusting. So I'm like, I'm not like, I'll buy outdated beer. That's fine. Sure. But when it is years <laughs> and years of outdated. Oh, uh... I don't, I, I'm not fucking with it. It's almost comical at this point yeah. how much Embassy sucks. I can't so, believe they're still in business. In spirit, we're, in drinking, spirit. Hob, we're drinking Hobgoblin. Just in spirit. In spirit, yes. Yeah. But in reality, but in reality we're, we're, drinking, we're drinking from Fat Orange Cat, Baby Leprechaun. Baby, baby Leprechauns. Oh, I didn't even realize it said baby on it. I thought it was just Leprechauns. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, it's because they, uh, oh, it is centered. And on the can, we've got uh, a, a whole gaggle of little orange cats and pink some pink cats well they're fat in fairness and they're fat yep and uh and they're wearing leprechaun hats yeah and they're drinking beers yeah just having a good time yep uh connecticut this is a connecticut session ipa it's a 5.9 percenter fat orange cat cipa a cipa connecticut connecticut oh never had a connecticut ipa interesting it's probably going to be really pretentious (laughs) um (laughs) Fat Orange Cat Brew Company's Baby Leprechauns is a 5.9% ABV special re- special release session India Pale Ale brewed to celebrate what? St. Patty's Day. Mm, Enjoy. So we're a little late on that, but that's fine. We're a little late. Oh, it smells really good. Does it? Yeah, it does. Does it smell like a fat orange cat mm. humping, oh, a ba- humping I, a baby leprechaun? I, I wish that my fat cat smelled like this. 
I do too. Uh, she smells like butt. I would. <laughs> <laughs> she does. Your cat smells like butt. She's got a stinky poober. You dude, yeah. wipe it. We do. No, we do. Oh. It's just I, I, maybe she's got a gas problem. See, that's why I don't do. Don't that's know. why I don't do. I don't do cats anymore. They, they just probably never should have done cats, James. <laughs> They just, they always have their buttholes showing. Yeah, they do. Like, my dogs technically do, too, but their 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 butts are hairier. So, it's like, it just, it just doesn't like, show up. There's a your mom joke in there somewhere. <laughs> but. Also, my dog's asses don't constantly smell like cat butt, which is cool. Yeah, well, you know. Are you, uh, are you ready to taste this? Um, that's it's the got a, it's world's a, worst pour. It actually... That's the oh my that god, dude! The world's worst. That's pour. a sixty forty pour. Yeah, that's sixty percent head and forty percent beer. I mean, I do prefer sixty percent head. You know, in my normal day to day life, I prefer a hundred percent head. Oh, not only that's it. You get nothing else. No, dude. Really? Yeah. Wow. Just head all the time. <laughs> okay. It well, makes it difficult for making babies, but it does. <laughs> we it got does. It, we got it done twice. So. Cheers, sir. Cheers, bud. Oh god. Ah. All right, this table's too long. Oh, Connecticut. There's a weird aftertaste, though, right? There is. Is, <laughs> is that because this is from St. Patty's Day? <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Or it's because it's from Connecticut. It's not. I feel like I feel like the, every time we have Fat Orange Cat, it's there's always something. There's always some, like taste note that's a little strange i'm not i don't remember it well enough to make that claim but i'll take your word for it let, um, me, let me see what uh let me see what the folks over yeah, there at, is a little there's a little uh something peculiar at the end of this so let me so this this person on beer advocate says uh new england so they say it's a new england oh okay. well connecticut new england connecticut's yeah. part of new england isn't it i think so yeah is it i don't yeah. know New England style IPA dry hopped with mosaic and citra pale ale yellow, yellow with a fluffy white head. Yes, checks out. A small nip of bitterness on the front that mellows out to a playful medley. Oh, here it is. Playful medley of passion fruit, okay. citrus, and peaches. Oh, okay. that's what it is. I think it's the passion fruit and the peach that's like kind of throwing me off. It has a full mouthfeel, yet it's gentle enough on the palate. That you'll want to snuggle all evening on the couch with it. Oh yeah, that's what alcoholics do. <laughs> just <laughs> I just snuggles I, cans of beer. I just want. I just want to curl. I want to curl up with a a good case of beer. Oh, I just want to curl up with it. Oh, don't you just want to curl up with it? Um, yeah, this my is, se- um, my second drink was better. No, it's now that not, I it's now that I know, bad. I think it's the peach. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not my favorite though. Well, you so, don't like peach, right? I don't. This is a this is a rare. I'm not gonna call it a miss, but it's definitely not a hit. You know, so I guess that would be a miss. A rare miss on on the uh, on the old podcast. Kind of like the more I drink it, the better it is, though. Well, Which is get, uh, that's, that's just because that's you're like every drunker. beer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you it's like when you were younger and you you betted a, a woman that you weren't totally fancied over, but you know, the more banging you did, the better better she looked. I've only ever betted. <laughs> I've only ever betted the finest women. <laughs> that's just how I do. Um, uh, that's okay. what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Shit, I forgot about the pretzels. Still, <laughs> we're not doing it. Yes, we are. We're not doing it. Nope. Save it for next week. No. Pretzel Jim. Nope. Pretzel Jim's uh, back fine. this week because I have to because 
we got a classic here. The better made butter braided pretzels. This, the, the, this is what you came with? Yeah. The reason being that we're talking about goblins tonight. Yeah. And whenever there's a bag of better made butter pretzel butter braided pretzels sitting around. Say that ten times fast. You know that pretzel gym be gobbling these things down. Wow, that's that all that for that? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I feel like that was actually pretty good. You prick. Come on, man. These are classics. These are classics. I had to do it. Right, fine, I had dude. to do Give it. Give me the, one. I had to do it because the public the public came at me. Okay. And it wasn't Josh. I I do love the braids. I'll give you that. I do love the braids. <laughs> so let's uh I mean it's just I'm a good up. it's just a good pretzel. Mm-hmm. It's just a really good pretzel. Mm-hmm. Nuts up. Okay. I won't torture Mike anymore because <laughs> he's fucking beside himself that Pretzel Jim came back this week. I thought it would be a fun little like reprisal. Be like, hey, Pretzel Jim's back for the week, but the way Mike has been shooting daggers through me with his fucking eyes all night because I brought Pretzel Jim back says all I need to know. It tells me that I need to bring Pretzel Jim back permanently. Well, so anyway, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. That was the pretzels. Most important part of the night. Now it's time to get into trailer trash. That can all be debated. (laughs) (laughs) All right, James. uh, I have a uh, couple. Couple three trace trailers for you. Nice. And um, I have not. I don't know much about any of these. I kind of grabbed these all super quick today. Just, uh, just they looked just interesting. Just the old smash and grab. I like it. So we're gonna we're just gonna start from the top. Nice. Just go through it. First uh, first movie up is called How to Kill Monsters. Okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, it's uh, promising buckets of blood, chainsaws, and practical creatures. I like all that. That's. That's what I said. Get out of my head. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, uh, director Stuart Spark, uh, who did a movie Stuart. called he did a movie called Book of Monsters, which I've heard of. I've never seen it. Book of Monsters, but I've heard of it. Hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, that's uh, nothing else to really say about this. This right. is the trailer for How to Kill Monsters. Let's rock and roll. I'm just here for the truth, no matter how strange or bizarre it is. You're not telling me you actually went along with all of this, right? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Dude, that was fun. Yep, into that. Yeah, um, I like that. It, that... That is the kind of movie that you can tell just by watching the trailer that the makers of this film just love movies. Yeah. They love horror movies. Yeah. They love 80s, 90s throwbacks. Like that's and and it's it's written all over it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, that looks awesome. Uh, I have no idea what it's about. It's a uh, I don't know what that song was, but it, I, it got me hyped <laughs> and I want to listen to it more. Yeah. Um yeah, so that looks cool. The it does. uh the, the 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 practical effects look awesome. Looks like it's gonna be bloody and gory they, and funny. They look like a mix of really good creature effects and then also like really like like uh, like kind of shitty little shop uh, little shop of horrors yeah. kind of like shitty effect not like shitty the, but like like, like uh, schlocky and kind of kitschy sure. effects yeah like the the monsters kind of gave me a uh, like a feast vibe yeah you can see that but but if they were done by Jim Henson 
or something. I don't know. I guess I could see that. Jim Henson. See, not Jim. You, Hen- I don't know. You say Jim Henson though. I think of quality. <laughs> like no, I just mean th- like they looked. They quality, looked like puppets looked like, though. Yeah. It's like if you tasked Jim Henson with making oh, a feast okay. monster. Okay, I get Do you get know what, what I mean? Yes, yes. Yeah. I get what you're saying. That's what I mean. Like monsters that look like they could have been made out of pool noodles. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Monsters that look like they most likely have somebody's hand up their ass. <laughs> we know a little something about that. Yeah. All right. Uh, our next trailer for the week uh, is for a movie called El Conde. Anaconda? El Ca- oh, my God. I wish this was Anaconda. <laughs> no, this... um. This just looks interesting. Uh, it's a Netflix movie. It's black and white, and it's a vampire movie. And how do you spell this? E L C O N D E. C O N D E. That's all I know about it. El, Con- um, El Conde. It's been, oh, it's uh, rated, it's, it's been, that's Spanish for the Count. Oh well, there you go. Uh, it's rated R for strong violence and gore and graphic nudity. Is this so, another Nazi movie? So that means dicks. Uh, so I'm excited. <laughs> Is this a Nazi movie? Not sure, James. This guy looks like a Nazi. No, I right. no idea. I guess we're gonna find out. Let's do but, it. But uh, yeah, this is the trailer for El Conde. Yo no quiero vivir 250 años más. ¿Por qué? Porque me trataron de ladrón. A un soldado se le puede decir que es un asesino, pero no que es un ladrón. Interesting. Um, I'm like, I'm kind I, of. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know how to take. What we yeah, just I don't really know what to think. It looks like a like a mix between like a Robert Eggers movie and a uh, Wes a Anderson. Wes movie Anderson movie is yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, it does. That's it's it's bizarre because <laughs> it's got sort of the dry dialogue of like yeah. of a Wes Anderson movie and the and the cinematography, but then you're right, like a Robert Eggers, like the the black and white, like the black and white, and the really uh, artsy like kind of feel to it. Yeah, yeah. and the really like period appropriate sort of uh, sort of look to it. Yeah, that's, interesting. It looks super interesting. Yeah, I'd I'd watch that. Oh yeah, definitely. I. Think- I uh, it was, it was weird. Like I couldn't get a good feel from the trailer, but it looks. I still don't have a good. Maybe feel that's for it. a good thing though. Like every like we always complain about how trailers give too much away. Mm-hmm. That actually gave you a lot of information, but I still came out of it sort of confused. Sure. Well, that's because we don't speak Spanish. Well, I don't. Speak, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, I don't speak and Spanish, and, and we can't read well. Can't read well. Can't read. We can't read well. I don't read good. I don't read good. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, it looks it looks interesting though. I'll definitely watch it. Yeah, that's uh, El Conde, the Count. That's going to be on Netflix uh, September fifteenth. Nice. So you don't got to wait that long. All right. All right. Uh, very <clears throat> last trailer we have is uh, for a trailer called All Fun and Games. The reason that this is interesting is because it's starring Natalia Dyer from Stranger Things. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And um, we like Natalia Dyer. Yeah. 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 The same way I like a pudding pup. <laughs> had to do a Cosby reference. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> anyway, I kid, I kid. Um, okay, so this is a uh, this is a movie called Oh shit, I had it. Where'd it go? Um come come back to me. Come back. Come to back. Me. There it is. It's uh, called Stranger Things 4. <laughs> all fun and games. I don't oh, know, yeah. I don't know anything about it. 
Um, is so, that not what's it? Go go back up. That looks that? like uh, Steve from no, Stranger no, Things. It, I think that looks like Timothy Chalamet more than. Oh, him. it does. You're right. Yeah. I it's just not, saw. It's I, not I, him, I saw but, the quaff and I immediately thought. Uh, but Steve. Keith David's in this. That's fun. And Colton Stewart, the the man version of Kristen Stewart. Colton's is that what that actually is? I don't I know. I, I don't. I I don't know. I don't know James. who Colton Stewart is. Me? I don't know who Kristen Stewart is. Because oh. fuck Twilight. Oh, okay. All right. Um, this is all fun and games. Who is it? It's nothing. Oh, dude, it's Pete. Oh, my gosh. My brother thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> You're in Salem. They didn't teach us all our history. Only one way to find out. I will play. I won't quit. What's happening? Help! I will play. Morgan! I won't quit. I will play. <laughs> I will quit. Now! Let's play a new game. <laughs> You see, you see, when you're when you're coming from a show like Netflix and you, you have like the world in the palm of your hand and you probably can do anything that you want, mm-hmm. this is not what you do. <laughs> this, this doesn't look good at all. My biggest issue is if somebody told me they wanted to play hide and seek and they started counting down from five... <laughs> I would punch them in the face because that is not long enough. No, it's a minute at least. That's crazy. Yeah. Five seconds to hide? That's bullshit, dude. Also, if somebody gave me the script of this movie, I would also punch them in the face. Yeah, it I looks thought kind of terrible. I thought we were gonna get like a cool because I I really love witch movies. They're mm-hmm. like some of the movies that actually genuinely creep me out the most. Yeah. Um, and when I saw that it was set in Salem and they yeah, did like, a li- they did like a little, uh, like a little, uh, flashback to the, to, to the Salem witch trials days and you saw the dead bodies on the ground and stuff. I was like, Oh, we're going to get like a cool witch movie. Yeah. And then it turns out to just be like some pissed off ghost kid who possesses somebody and well, wants, wants to knife. play hide and seek. Yeah. It's a possessed knife. Whoever holds the knife, but it, it's just, it's just kitschy yeah. and dumb. Yeah. It doesn't look I mean, don't get me wrong. I love <clears throat> kitsch, but like, this is not the right kind of kitsch. Yeah. Um, um yeah, that, uh, yeah, I wasn't super stoked on that one. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. So whatever. And well, hey, ended two trailer out of three. trash with a dud. Two out of three ain't bad. Just two out of three ain't well, it ain't three out of three. So it's kind of bad. Is that meatloaf? Yeah. Is that actually how the song goes? Two out of three ain't well, it's not yeah. three out of three. So <laughs> that's exactly so, it. so fuck me, right? Yeah. Um that's why he died. <laughs> oh god, no. <laughs> Loaf. All right. Uh question. Yeah, what's up? If we went to Meatloaf's grave, right? Yeah. And we grew wheat on his gravesite. Yeah. Harvested that wheat. Made bread. Bread. Would it be a wheat loaf? Would it be would it be, would it be <laughs> would it be a meatloaf sandwich? Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Right, a meatloaf. These are the interest. These are the questions. And you could you could technically make it vegan, and it would still be a meatloaf sandwich. (laughs) Right, (laughs) 
I hate us. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, that was trailer trashed. We watched some trailers. We are, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're yeah. getting there. Yep. For a Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into the bleed feed. All right, uh, you know, every now and then we have to start the show with uh, with some deaths. You know, a lot of times, um, a lot of times there are people that you know some people may never have heard of. You know, maybe their their mark is not stuff that you're familiar with that they left on the industry. Sure. Uh, this week, unfortunately, though, is a biggie. Oh no, it's a biggie. Really? And I'm getting the impression that you have not heard this. I don't think I have. Uh, William Friedkin passed away. Oh, really? Yes, director of The Exorcist. Wow. Also director of the greatest documentary ever made, <laughs> The Devil <laughs> and Father Remort. Oh, wow. I say that, we laugh, but fucking Friedkin was god. Like, Friedkin was one of those those directors that is just legendary in and of himself. Well, I'm not gonna blaspheme, but he was really cool. <laughs> I mean, I will. Uh, outside of The Exorcist, he did To Live and Die in L.A., Rampage, The Guardian, Rules of Engagement, uh, Bug, uh, Killer Joe, it's just absolutely tons of stuff. The Tales from the Crypt episodes, Twilight Zone episodes. That, like, Bug with... Uh... I th- Michael Shannon? Think I think that was the one. Is that the one with uh, Ashley Judd? I think so. Yeah. Um, I didn't know he directed that. Yep, but uh, like I said, Tales from the Crypt, Twilight Zone, CSI he even did. Like, he, he, the guy's done everything. Wow. He's done absolutely everything, and a uh, huge, huge bucket of win for him. Uh, he was 87 years old. I think that's... Uh, it's not bad. That's quite an accomplishment. It's not bad. Um, yeah. Oh, French Connection. Jesus, how did I miss that? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's yeah. no... It's no, uh, it's no Miami Connection. Well, is that, no. the, is that the name of that movie? Is anything Miami Connection? Isn't yes. that what that yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. Is anything though? Come on. No, no, nothing is. But uh, yeah, he says here uh, he passed away age of eighty-seven. Uh, they didn't give a cause of death. So I'm assuming it's Probably just, just natural. Being eighty-seven, just natural causes. Being That's... eighty-seven, and you've you've spent your entire life just like or the demons got being him. surrounded by demons. I was gonna say yeah. the demons got him right. finally. We'll see. Right? Yeah. That's... Or maybe Father Mort. Just came back and he was like, "Hey man, it's fucking time to go. Time to go." And and went. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it happens? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Uh, rest it in. Do- it doesn't work when you can't see me doing the <laughs> hand gesture. <laughs> rest in peace, William Friedkin. Yeah, you are a legend. Rest in peace, Bill. Yeah, that's a big one. Wow. It's a, it is a big one. All right. Um, one of the speaking of big ones. There's <laughs> you. Yeah. Uh, in the VHS collecting world, there okay. is a movie that is always a bit sought after. Always fetches a pretty fair price. The cocketeer. High price. <laughs> Not the cocketeer. Uh, a movie called Street Trash. Oh. Have you ever seen Street Trash? Uh, just bits and pieces. Ooh. Never the whole thing. We should do Street Trash for an episode. We should. Do it's street a treat. Trash, yeah. It's a treat. It's a real treat. Um. Uh. Street Trash though. Uh, movies like Hobo with a Shotgun and. Uh, what was that? What was that? Um, oh my God! There's another movie that's that was newer and it was sort of made in the vein of it. Whatever. Oh, uh, <laughs> the Greasy Strangler. Yeah, so, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Why did I know that's what you were talking about? A lot of these movies, though, owe street trash like for its schlockiness, oh, for its its look, yeah. everything else. It's it's an iconic movie. Um, well, bloody disgusting. 
in conjunction with Vinegar Syndrome, is apparently remaking Street Trash. Hmm. And I don't know how I feel about this. On one hand, Bloody Disgusting and Vinegar Syndrome both have a deep love and appreciation for trash cinema. Ooh. Whoa. Trash. The, <laughs> the demons are coming out of you. Trash cinema. Like, they do, though. They have a deep love for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, especially Vincent. Yeah. Um, Vin- I, mean, I mean, Bloody Disgusting, they, they're people that love horror movies. Sure. So I, I feel like they're not going to do this unless they're very confident they can do it justice and it's going to be good. Yeah. So that fills me with a little bit of hope. But on the other, on the other hand, though, it's like, do we really need a remake of Street Trash? I mean, Street Trash exists in its own little pantheon, right? Because of what it is, <clears throat> you know, like, I, like, like it doesn't I really think... lend itself, in my opinion, to being remade. I think the only way to do it is the way it was already done, which is extremely low budget, extremely. Uh, when I say low quality, I don't mean I don't mean like shitty, but you know you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. Low quality, as in, um, it just has that certain that trashy look to it, that like trashy look and feel to it. Yeah, I just feel like they'll go into it, it wanting to do something, and then they'll polish it up too much. That's exactly it. Like like street trash. Uh, well, would would not take offense to us calling it a turd. You don't polish a turd, right? Right. You know that, that's that's really what it comes down to. So we'll see, we'll see how this works out. Um, I am I am. Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? I am very much uh, reticent, apprehensive. Apprehensive, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I have a, yeah. That. You have a boner? No, no, I don't have that. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, no, I yeah, I'm I'm I'm. I, there's a word that I'm trying to find that I can't think of it. Uh, apprehensive though is the way to go into it. Like, sure, yeah. I'm. I'll stick with it. Skeptical. Until I see it. Skeptical. Is that the word you, you were looking yep. for? I'm going into it with a very with a heaping spoonful of skepticism. Yeah. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Uh, last bit of news. Uh, this is coming from um, Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, hey. And uh, now I wish that I was going. This year, okay. Which maybe I can make it. Who knows? We'll no, you see. No, you I can't. got a I got a pre honeymoon <laughs> vacation to take, so we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, however, uh, in Hollywood, I think this is Hollywood only. We are getting an Evil Dead Rise maze in Halloween Horror Nights. Oh boy. Yep. Now is it? And now I want to go. Now is it going to be in an actual high rise? They will build one. Because if it's not. They will build one. I don't care. I've been to these before, dude. They go all out. They will build one. Like, it, I, I, and I guarantee you, it's going to feel like you're walking through an apartment complex yeah. and the fucking <clears throat> Evil Dead Rise is, is happening around you. Yeah. And I, I, you asked me if I had a boner. Not now, but I would there. I would literally just walk through a high rise, just <laughs> fucking rocking a willy. Just and, fully torqued. Yes. All three inches, just yeah, fucking ju- solid I mean, as I a make, rock. I make use of what I got. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Nothing's going wasted. Um, anyway, though, if you uh, if you are in Hollywood around Hollywood Horror Nights, though, uh, the Evil Dead Rise maze is coming to Holly- just Hollywood. Though, it doesn't seem like it's going to be in Orlando. Um, but uh, yeah, that joins The Exorcist, Believer, Stranger Things Four. Uh, there's a Chucky house this year. There's a Last of Us house. There's a Universal Monsters house. There is. 
Holidays in Hell, the Terror Tram, which is always there. Like this is actually a really good year. That's a good lineup. Fuck. Yeah, you should go. I would love to. Can't. Why don't you? Why I gotta. Don't you? I gotta spend a bunch of money on a bachelor party. <laughs> oh, oh, cry me a river. Cry me a river. Cry me a river. Uh, this is a good year to go though. If you've never been to Halloween Horror Nights, yeah. I I highly highly recommend yeah, it. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, I don't know if I if we've ever even said this before. I uploaded. I I actually taped my entire experience the last time I went <clears throat> and uploaded it to YouTube. So if you want a firsthand account of what Horror Nights are like, if you've never been, uh, you can check that out. I actually sat down and watched the full forty five minutes one time. It's a fun watch. It, it was cool. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Is, uh, I mean, if that's your thing, like if you like. <laughs> If you like well, a POV shot of walking through these types of things, like that's it's, it's really good though cool. to know what you're in for. If you if you've been sure, like, yeah. apprehensive about going, you know, and you're just like, I don't know if it's not worth the trip or not worth the money to go if you live in the area. Right. It's worth it. Yeah. One and thousand even, percent. Even the video I I know, you know, like without you even telling me, I know the video doesn't do it justice. Not not at all. Um, not at all. Yeah. I would love to go someday. I uh this year's probably not the year, but um but yeah, yeah, hell yeah, dude. I'd love to go sometime. Uh, anyway, that's uh, that's all I got. All right. That's it. That's well, all she wrote. Well, all right. We're going to take a little bit of a break. Yeah. Are we? Uh, yeah, we'll talk for 45 minutes to an hour that's about fair. some random shit. And I then to, I don't need to work in the morning. <laughs> and then when we come back, we're going to be gobbling some hobs. Hobbling, yeah. Hobbling some gobs. Yeah. Throughout this, they'll see faces ripped apart with hooks. A man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. Story time! Yeah, dude! What's the most unwelcome you've ever felt in your life? Um, we were on tour. Search oh, the, I know this story. <laughs> Search the City was on tour. and uh, Oh, actually, I've got, I've got two, kind of. We were on tour. We were in Texas, in like some fucking backwater part of Texas. Okay. And we stopped real late night at a... Um, it, it was like it was just a gas station, but we but there was like a like like a diner area inside, mm-hmm. and we went in and you know we we're all we we're band dudes or it was fucking two thousand five or uh, this was probably our last tour so like two thousand eight we're all wearing our tight tight jeans and our long hair and our tattoos and stuff like that, <clears throat> and I just remember walking in and like there was two tables of good old boys just like Mm. sitting there late night i don't know drinking coffee or something like that or i don't know what they were doing but i just remember walking in tobacco i just remember walking in and like their eyes just fucking like digging into my soul and i just go i don't think i'm supposed to be in here right now like these dudes do not look like they want me to be here right now turns out everything was fine nothing really happened fair the second one being um we were disc golfing once at uh, what's it called? F- uh, Star 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 JC. You're asking the wrong guy. It's the place we we drove by the other day after we went we we went putt putt oh, golfing. In, okay, in fairness, neither one of us remembered the name of it until we saw it. Is it Star JC though? Right. S- sure. Star JC Park. I think I went uh, disc golfing there, and 
we were with uh, just a group of our friends. And I threw one of my discs that like went way off course. And this caught me by surprise because I thought hippies were all about like love and, and you know, togetherness and shit like no, that. No. My disc landed by this group of dirty old hippies. And I went over to get it. And the one dude uh, looked at me and I don't remember exactly what he said, but he like, like gave me some lip. And I was just like, what the fuck, man? And he, and he stood up and he kind of like, squared up like he was a little tiny guy too which was really funny he was probably i don't know early 50s but just like he had like the uh he had like the um uh iggy pop body you know where he was he was shirtless but emaciated hot yeah like (laughs) (laughs) yeah like heroin hot like he was he was super heroin chic he was super skinny and 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 in his 50s probably but he was like ripped because all he like he was sustaining himself on weed and cigarettes like that's all he ever consumed and he stood up and he kind of like squared up his shoulders and he's just like hey man fucking safety in numbers dude and i was like (laughs) what really what (laughs) i was like what what dude and he's like fucking safety in numbers like implying that i should have brought my friends over with me because he didn't want me by him So I should have brought my friends because I would be safe if my friends were there. I just picked up my disc and threw it. And I was just like, I don't know, dude. (laughs) And then he spit as I was walking away. He's like, he did like the really like aggressive, like the really aggressive, like, bro, I'm, I'm, there's no place, there's no place in the world aside from maybe a putt-putt golf course where you can look less intimidating than on a fucking disc golf course. Like, that's not... I don't know. We were pretty intimidating when we went uh, putt-putting the other night. I mean, yeah. But yeah. that's because we're us. And, we like, sinking, we just we just kind of have that... That's because we were sinking ones like no one's business. We were sinking ones. We were pounding rums. We were fucking... I was literally... You guys were all... You guys, you guys all had, like, your mixed drinks and you're drinking soda pops, you know. I just had a fucking flask. That I was pulling out of my pocket all Oh, night. you're so cool, dude. I just find it funny. Like, oh, nobody cares. Oh, your flask cares. is in the back of my car, by the way. Thank you. Can you make sure that you get that before you yes. leave so that don't. I don't have open intox on the way up to Bad Axe tomorrow? <laughs> or, or your kids grab it and like, oh, it's juice. <laughs> I was going so to say, so I don't have open intox on the way up to Bad Axe, even though we fully intend on stopping at Scott's Quick Stop <laughs> to get a roadie for the rest of the drive. There you go. But that's there open intox on my terms. Um what about yeah. you? When's what's the most uh, unwelcome you've ever felt somewhere? I I don't was know. Was it when you almost got molested? Well, well Oh no, you were no, kind, you very, probably very felt wanted. you were very welcome. I was very wanted there. Um honestly going to some of the abandoned houses in Detroit that I've gone to, you feel unwanted by the neighborhoods, quite frankly. Oh well. like you're being watched and like you feel like oh, I shouldn't be here. It's like um, could you not could you not come and ogle at our fucking at our misfortune, ruin porn, our yeah. Ruin porn. Uh, I, honestly, though, like in terms of feeling unwanted, though, with a group of peers, um, well, I guess not peers, but people my own age. I, I'm gonna go back to this high school, walking high, in high school, high school, uh, walking into an Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> I've did never... the did the shirtless dude outside give you give you the eye? I knew him. <laughs> did you really? Yes. 
Oh. But it was like one of those things where like, I clearly didn't fit in because I wore wide jeans and uh, wallet chains and like everything. Like, you know, I clearly did not fit in. You were a place. hot topic kid. And I you were rem- a Spencer's gifts I, kid. I remember going in there and just being like, nope, <laughs> nope. No, they did want you though. Outside of that, they, want, though, they wanted to pull you into their cult. Outside of that, I actually feel pretty fortunate in the fact that I've not really been in a bad situation like that before. Sure, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, you'll be at a at a bar, like a local bar, where you feel like somebody's giving you the eye, but nobody ever really messes oh, with okay. you. So JSP with uh, no, what's I her name? I feel like <laughs> I feel like everybody in that bar wanted us there, except for that one karaoke crew. Who Rose fe- was that her name? No, no, Rose Rose was at the um, the landing up in Port Austin. That's it. No, it's uh, Diane. Diane. Fuck you, Diane, if you're listening. Delta Dawn. Except for we kind of made friends with her eventually. Did we? Yeah. I don't remember that. She, one of us, somebody did. I think it was when you and fucking Brian did separate ways and everybody oh. just lost their shit. And they were suddenly like, okay, these guys are cool. <laughs> well, that doesn't shock me because <laughs> that brings is, everyone together. Because it is awesome. Yeah. It's funny that something called separate ways can bring everybody together. Right. Right. So, um, okay. So to the movies, uh, that <laughs> was that quite I, unwelcome. Unwelcome. <laughs> from, from 2022. That's where we're going with this. Uh, directed by a guy named John Wright, who did Grabbers. Grabbers. Yeah. When I was watching this, I actually thought that it felt like Grabbers, not only because it's Irish, but you know, it has the same feel to it a little bit. It, yeah. it reminds me of something else too, but like, um, when I saw that he also did Grabbers, I go, oh, well, that makes perfect sense then. It's yeah. just, this is his style of film. Yeah. I get it. Um, there was also, there was another movie that kept popping in my head uh, while watching this, and it was The Hallow. Yeah, with the woods and it's the creatures. It's got a creatures. very similar yeah. feel. That that movie, yeah. I feel like, was it was darker. It was scarier than this movie. This movie, this movie got to a point where it was more whimsical. And maybe than- that's... What I was thinking of when I was I was watching this movie, I'm like, I've seen, excuse me, I've seen this before, like everything about it just seemed very familiar to me. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because of that movie, if it's the same like legend they're going off of or whatever. Yep. Like, did they have to put out like offerings for the goblins in the Hollow or whatever the creatures were? I don't think so. Okay. No, I don't. That think so. that whole thing seemed familiar, but maybe it's because we did it for Trailer Trash. Sure. Yeah. Who knows. Uh, but uh, let's see here. Married couple Maya and Jamie escape their urban nightmare to the tranquility of rural Ireland, uh, only to discover malevolent and murderous goblins lurking in the gnarled ancient wood at the foot of their new garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this was, uh, it, it started off with, it started off with, uh, Jamie and Maya figuring out that, um, Maya is with child. Yes. That opening sequence was Heroin. very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Like it really was. Like yeah. I, I will I'll, I'll start the movie by saying this. It's has, this movie to me has a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. It started though in in terms of a scene that is supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It started with a big high. I was like, "Oh shit, this movie means business." Right. It's uh basically they find out they're with child and uh <laughs> Jamie what I just like that you went with my with child thing because it's, oh. <laughs> it's just or uh, they find out she's up the spout. Well, you know, uh, Jamie goes down. Apparently, there's a liquor store literally on the, Maya. Uh, goes li- down on Maya. Oh, 
Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For the time being, until he can't see you over the hump, you know? <laughs> and you can't look her in the eye. Um, so <laughs> apparently, uh, the flat they live in in London, they there there's the liquor store at the bottom of the stairs. Like They live right next to one. Which, I mean, is the ideal oh, that's situation. Con- that's convenient. It was a nice out. looking apartment, and yeah. you walk down the stairs, liquor store. Yeah. But there's a group of thugs oh, down no. at the bottom, thugs. and uh, they, they hassle them. And he gives them some shit, so they get pissed off. And yeah. Then they break into their apartment and beat the fucking piss out of both of them. The, and they and they kick her like he he finally gets sick of their shit, and he's like, because they're like, oh, you got champagne? Would you some kind of fucking millionaire? And he's like, my girlfriend's pregnant, and we're gonna celebrate. And he says, fuck off. Yeah. And obviously they didn't take that well. No. When they break into the apartment. Oh, let's go kill a baby. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Like you got like this. I is, don't quite understand. You went their... from zero to a hundred like yeah, real yeah. quick. Um, but that whole scene was that whole scene was intense when they broke in. Like she's locked in the bathroom at first, and she finally come or they what did they break through and get her? They did. They broke. Yeah, through they broke and they the door her. down basically. Yeah. <laughs> They're beating the piss out of Jamie. Basically to the point where he can't... He can't do anything. He can't do anything. And then they just start kicking her in the stomach. Yeah. Knowing that she's pregnant. Which, if she just conceived, would that hurt the cellular makeup of what's going on? I really don't know. Probably not. I'm sure it wouldn't be great for the... Well, it would would basically be a bad place for the, the fetus to start growing. I, think, I don't think it would hurt the. I don't know. I don't know I don't the know. exact science here, but I think that like by the time you, I don't know if like if if by the time you are uh, able to take a pregnancy test, if the if the if it's already like uh, fused to the inside of the uterus, yeah, getting kicked in the stomach several times, I think probably could dislodge it or maybe, something like maybe. that. This is a really bad example of putting this, but I don't know how else to describe it. It's like if you put a pea in between two mattresses and then did like a macho man elbow drop on it. Would the pea break? <laughs> Probably not. No, what if it was no what if it was Andre it. the Giant? Well that's that's a different that's a story. Whole different yeah. thing. Um, you'd, be, you'd be pancaked. So that's I I was worried at the beginning like that like okay it was distressing to watch it was it was it was terrible Super. yeah it was and also it, it set the stage for it set the stage for what kind of character Jamie was yeah like that Daniel Radcliffe he <laughs> am I wrong no <laughs> Daniel Fatcliffe <laughs> <laughs> he wanted he wanted to be her protector he yeah. wanted to but he. He ultimately he was a little bit of a bitch. Yeah, he ultimately kind of ended up being sort of a biatch. Yeah. and uh, that was wasn't that was that he a didn't bummer. love her, and he wanted to be that guy. Of he just course. he just wasn't that guy, right? Unfortunately, um, and it kind of yeah, that kind of sets the tone for his character for the entire movie. Yeah, which it's I was a running. It's a running theme throughout. I was uh, waiting entire... for some sort of redemption throughout the whole movie, where he just like became a total badass and just started. Well, I thought uh, that not never. To... That never came. Not to go to the end of it, but I thought when they showed the car driving back to England, they were going to the car driving at the very end. Um, I assume oh, they were, yeah, yeah, I yeah. assume they were going back to England at that point. You thought he was going to find those guys and fuck them up? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I thought there was going to be some redemption. And there's just right, not. Like there's that. Not. That story's done. Yeah, they they kick the shit out of them and get away with it. Yeah, 
which sucks. Yeah. It sucks, but it's also pretty realistic, probably. Like, that's that's the way shit goes in real life, is sometimes justice is not served. Um, so they end up kind of in a fortunate situation because they want to get out of the city. They don't know if they have the means to, but then Jamie's aunt Maeve dies mm-hmm. and leaves her house to them in, in Ireland. So they decide to go to Ireland and the place is, it's a beautiful place, but it's a fixer upper, but they think like, we're going to be safe here. We can raise our child here. It's going to be great. Um, and then they find out uh, f- from uh, Maeve. Uh, no, not Maeve. Maeve is dead. Oh, Maeve's dead. Who's the Who's the chick? Um, Neve. Neve. That's the one. Neve. Um, they find out from her that this is going to be a great place. Everything's all set up for you. Just there's one stipulation. You have to make sure that. Oh, you got to feed the little people their blood sacrifice every single night. Well, his his aunt his aunt Maeve like truly believed in this this story, this folklore of these little people, the they, red hats, the red hats, or the uh, the far Garrig, who lived out in the the woods, and as long as you offered them a blood offering, which could just be like a piece of raw liver mm-hmm. every day, uh, as long as you offered that to them, then they were they would be kept at bay but you have to continue to do this every day or they're gonna come looking for you yeah and obviously jamie and maya think it's bullshit so they kind of they kind of blow it off at first but then neve is like very very adamant about it she's like you got to do this every day you got to make sure that you keep doing this and she kind of she kind of plays it off as though it's like um not so much that it's a real deal but that mave believed in it sure and she's like i would like you to keep that tradition alive yeah she paints it in a way that's a lot more digestible to you know normies to normal people yeah it's like <laughs> like we're not that crazy it's just this cute thing we wanted to do right blah, blah, blah. i'll come every morning don't worry about it. like and you can see from their perspective like no we don't want you fucking walking into our property every single right morning. she like, said just let me come into your garden every morning and offer up this yeah. This blood sacrifice. Oh, which, yeah. that's No, it doesn't sound weird. That's just our neighbor <laughs> that wants to do a blood sacrifice every morning in our back. No, get the fuck out of my, my home. <laughs> um, so I, don't, they, I don't blame them for not Oh, yeah, absolutely. So they're just, they're kind of settling in. There's a lot of upkeep that needs to be done at the house. Um, they, uh, they hire this crew of people to come in and... and uh, they're the only ones in the area that have the time to do it. Right. Because everybody else is booked solid. It's impossible to find a good home worker. Turns out they're the absolute worst people to have come work on your yeah, house. Yeah, it's the Whelan family. The Whelan. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Eon Whelan, who is the father, right? Uh, no, Owen. No, Owen. I'm sorry. Owen Owen Whelan is the father. Uh, Irish names are weird, by the way. They are. Um, like, if you notice, Neve is actually spelled N-I-A-M-H. Yep. Neve. Yep. <laughs> like... The how, Neve console. Like, how'd you come up with that one? Ireland. Neve is spelled I A N I A M H. Yeah. Nice going. Uh, uh so Cole, Well, they were drunk. Yeah. Cole so. Cole Meany plays Whelan, who is the father. Daddy. He wants everyone to call oh, him. Oh, daddy. Oh, daddy. Call me daddy. <laughs> he was real adamant about it, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got two sons, uh, Ian and yeah, Ian's the son. Owen. Owen, sorry. I told you, Ireland, Irish. Owen, (laughs) Owen's the son, and and Killian is the other son. Killian, you got. 
Yeah, Killian, I got That's easy. Uh, and then you have uh, Maeve. No. Who's the daughter? I want you to try and pronounce her name. I don't have it in front of me. It's A-I-S. Uh, uh, how is this her real name? No. Oh. It's, it's her name in the movie. I A-I-S. Uh, A-I-S-L-I-N-G. L-I-N-G. Is that how you spell it? Ashlyn? It's... Uh, Ashlyn. They just pronounce it Ashley, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ashley. A-I-S-I-L... A-I-S-L-I-N-G. Yeah. I would say like... Ashley. Yeah, like I I thought like Aslin, Aisling. No, it's just Ashley. Fucking Irish, dude. I can say this because I'm Irish. Um... But uh, fair, yeah. So these people are not the type of people you want in your house. No, no. They're, and all the locals tell them that too. Basically, they're like, "Oh, you hired the Whelans. Oh, Okay. Well, Neve says like, don't, "Well, they'll don't do- leave your wife." Near oh them. no, it wasn't Neve. It was uh, Rory, the old drunk at the at the <laughs> tavern. He's like, "Ah, they'll do a good job." But they'll, he says, "He says don't leave your lady by by the boys though, because they'll be bapping on her boops as." <laughs> like they're in a like they're in a child's bouncy castle. Oh, on her boobs. <laughs> that guy was awesome, by yep, the way. Yep. Um. Yeah. So, kind of the kind of the first the first uh, hint that you get that the 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 red caps or the um, uh, what else do they call them? The the far garrig are real. Is you see Rory get kicked out of the uh, the, the the tavern for his little bapping on the boobs comment. And then I actually like this. I thought it was cool. Like he's walking, he's walking home, and you see the castle above, and you just see like a little figure jump down from the the top of the castle. I, I, yeah, that was cool. I, I agree. It was, it was kind of fun to see. It seemed a bit much, though. How did they get up to the top of a castle? Uh, they're fucking goblins, dude. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Do whatever they All want. All right, fine. Touché. I mean, and also there's stairs that lead to the top of a castle. That's true. You know, that's true. Here's the thing. Let's just get right to it. Yeah. Um, this movie. Maya's a babe. Maya. <laughs> Maya's a total babe. Um, yeah. Hannah John Kamen. What's she is Hannah John Kamen. Hannah John Kamen. Babe. Total babe. She's been in a fuck ton of stuff too. Well, she was in. Uh, she was in Game of Thrones mm-hmm. a little bit, yep. as well as uh, Owen. Oh, was he really? Have you not watched Game of Thrones, James? I know you don't listen, like like remember things. You have not watched. I've Game never of watched. Game of oh, Thrones. it was your mom who watched Game of Thrones. Is that a joke? No, 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 no. That's no. <laughs> no, not a joke. Like for some she reason, did. no. For some reason, I thought I remembered you watching Game of Thrones, but it was actually Barb. You said that yeah. Barb watched it and she loved it. Yeah. Uh, so Owen, the the big dude, the sure. son who was huge, he's Hodor. I thought in Game of Thrones. Oh, he's Hodor. He's Hodor. I know that name. Yeah. Um, I thought for sure he was gonna have a bigger role in the movie. They set him up. To I thought a his role, role was going to be way different. So did I. I thought he was going to be a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Like I thought he was going to be. He was just the. He was the. Um, like the just big this oaf big, gets... ho- just the big hulking oaf of a son who the dad mistreated. Like he treated him very poorly. Like he beat him and stuff like that. I thought he was going to end up saving the day at some point. So did like, I. Maya, Cause, Maya cause she even says to him, well and yeah, else, she yeah. like she even says to him like you're gonna have to be strong and and he says that line I am strong and she says up here and points to her head like mm-hmm. you need to be strong. I thought that was gonna create a um, 
I thought it was going to create like a relationship between them. And then the goblins were going to attack. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Owen was yep. going to show up and he was going to start fucking up goblins. It did not go that way at all. I have a note here that just says the big fella is going to come out strong for them, methinks. But not. Turns out he's just. But not. <laughs> turns out he's no, just but a creep. I, I really did think though. I agree with you. I thought he was. That was like the. That was like the sleeper character that you're gonna forget about, but he's gonna come back strong because they treated him well in the beginning of the movie. Which I actually kind of like the way they took it because that's what I was expecting, and they ended up throwing me a curve. Yeah, I agree. I I I don't disagree with you. Um, um they 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 <laughs> they ended up giving him the. Uh, sort of of mice and men treatment instead like he 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 decided that he liked her and as a as a sign of his affection he decided he was going to attack her yeah and that didn't turn out well for him i like you i want you for mine right i'm gonna steal you and you're going to be mine right That, that was kind of his mo right so this is when that's when maya realizes that uh the red caps are actually real yeah so they actually have goblins living outside of I liked I liked the I really liked the um the attempts like her trying to go back to the house and she, she's she was fantastic in this role by the way like the way she went from kind of this helpless just sort of she was never really that helpless though no, like she was a pretty strong. strong character throughout but like I mean it, maybe it's not helpless but it's like us projecting our own sort of idea of what of a and you know maybe this is wrong but this is just the way we think as men we're stupid we project this idea of preg like a pregnant woman onto this character like we're like oh she's she's pregnant she needs the big strong men to protect her mm-hmm. when actually in reality she's very strong all by herself. Well, it's not so much protecting her, it's protecting the child. Protecting the child and, yeah. you're, you're, and you're, obviously... You're, pro- yeah. you're definitely more vulnerable when you are pregnant, mm-hmm. which is true. Right, but she ended up being like really the strongest person in the whole movie. Agreed. And But like her going back to the house and she, she gets kind of like almost in this manic state where she suddenly realizes that these goblins are real and she's trying to convince Jamie that they're real. Bro, if you're living in Ireland and Neve, who's been living there her whole life, tells you that there's goblins in the woods behind your house, there's goblins. You fuck, you believe her. Yeah. There's goblins. Especially when Rory disappeared yeah. randomly. Yeah. It's like, hey, man, if you believe pay attention, enough- to, pay attention to what the locals say. Like, if I moved anywhere and the locals told me about some shit. I'm going to believe that shit until be- proven otherwise. If you believe it enough to spend your hard-earned money on raw liver to put out every night, maybe take heed to it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Call me crazy. Exactly. Um, I liked... I, I liked... Um, the. This movie was really... Okay. I, I liked the beginning of the movie a lot. I thought that it started off with a bang. And then as the movie went, like I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm watching it, and I thought this movie was very uneven. The first, you don't see a goblin, for example, for the first hour of the movie. There is a ton. Well, there's there's a suggestion of the goblins being suggestion, real. but you don't actually see it. There is a ton of 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 story within that first hour that could have been cut out. I felt that could have truncated the movie a little bit. <clears throat> I felt like it lagged, like it it it. it 
not lagged, but it uh, stretched out a bit too long. That f- the first two acts of the movie stretched out way too long. Yeah, and and the third act was balls out crazy. Yeah, and it was awesome. Yeah, uh, I just felt like it was uneven though because it, it kind of like groups its action into like certain parts of the movie. And then the rest of it just kind of feels like filler. Sure. Like a lot of it. The expose, if you will, for the first hour of the movie was too much. I get what you're saying, and I agree to it to a certain extent. There was some stuff that was dragged out a little too much, but also the movie's called Unwelcome, and it's not just about them. It's really not, like, the, the, what they're trying to imply is, like, they're unwelcome in this house by the goblins but that's not the reality no, at all the, they're the un, they're unwelcome by the locals so it makes sense to set up the story showing showing that the locals at least some of them can be quite hostile no toward, i get that toward outsiders i get that so that's i just don't think you need an hour to set up set that story up yeah that's all. Uh, i mean they didn't like she, with within the first 40 minutes of the movie she had already found the the goblin's cabin in the middle of the woods. I have I have a little note here. Forty minutes in, I wish the plot would move faster. Like, do you remember eight, where it was at forty minutes in? That I don't. Um, it was right after they found out the the grave only had two bodies instead of three. Oh, really? Yeah, that, that was, was forty that, minutes. That in? was forty minutes in. Right. So they're still just finding out the lure of the land 40 minutes into the movie. But there's been, like, leading up to that, there's been weird, creepy stuff I'm not gonna happening. Say, I'm not going to say there wasn't. I'm just saying, like, I feel like they could have gotten to the point faster. That's all. That's fair. That, that's all I'm saying. That's fair. I, the, because like, then once it picks up, it picks up like crazy. Sure. So it almost feels a bit top-heavy at, yeah, at, at the top of the movie. You you're know? right. This like, movie was an hour and 44 minutes long. They probably could have knocked off, like, 15 f- minutes. 15 minutes, yeah, for yeah. sure. And it would have been a perfectly fine movie. Yeah. Definitely. So that that's all I'm saying. I um I I, I if you have a, an old stone like wall and door in the back of your house that you're literally leaving blood sacrifices to, don't go through the door and start poking around. Maybe believe the locals, like did, you were saying. Well, here's the thing. Because did, she, did Neve she, ever tell her not to go through there? Oh yeah. She didn't tell her not yeah, to go. Yeah, she did. Did she? Oh, yeah, she asked if she can go back there. And she's like, oh, no, no, <laughs> don't, she, leave it be. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they tell her that. Okay. But it was so beautiful back there. It was. It was like, gorgeous. when she went through there and she went through the branches and, like, it just opened up onto that forest, I was like, hell yeah, I'd go back there, too. Yeah, and that, this is what I'm talking about, though. I'm sorry, not the door, the hut in the woods that she finds. Oh, the looks, hut. That looks like it's very obviously been used yeah. very recently. Well, there was, don't go poking there was around a light there. coming from inside yeah. of it. Don't go poking around. <laughs> that's just, that's just forest uh traversing 101 101 yeah Yeah, don't do it Mm -hmm. now granted i've gone off the beaten path to explore some structures too in my day but you know and and like to get real about it if you came up across if you came upon that if you were hiking through the woods and you came upon that little stone hut 100 percent, you'd go check it out you would so you can say all you want about like, well, it's just forest traversing one on one. Don't go near that hut. Yeah. You would do it though. Yeah, that's true. But if you're I'm not, also I'm also stupid. And you're also not nine months pregnant. True. Which is how it's a not, factor. How did she not stress birth that baby before she did? It's just a tough chick, man. I guess. Tough chick. I guess. <laughs> I'd be I'd be breaking water everywhere. <laughs> just just putting that out there. Um, so so uh what 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 the fr- what when the go- when the, so the goblins eventually do come in to 
help them basically like it's weird she has they like her for whatever reason because she's pregnant because these goblins like to feed on or capture babies. Oh, it's baby mama, baby. Yeah. Baby with mama. The goblins were kind of cool. It was weird, though. Like, the movie had, like, this super serious tone to it. And then, But the, then it looked like Harry Potter goblins. Right. They looked like Dobby. Dobbies, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was such a weird, like... They were, like, cute. I was like, uh, I was like yeah. I'd probably go into the woods and see if they wanted to hang out. That's weird. I'd get, I mean, I'd, I'd just bring a sack full of liver. I'd be like, hey, man, eat the liver. Also weird. Let's hang out. That's weird to you? You wouldn't want to hang out with goblins if you had the chance? No, just packing a sack full of liver. Sack full of liver, dude. <laughs> sack full of raw livers. You drop it at their doorstep. You'd be like, hey, man. It's like it's like when you show up at somebody's house with a case of beer. Yeah, it's true. You All show right, up. You grab, your, you grab the case of beer. It's like, here's my offering. Let's hang out. I think that's what I would do with these goblins. And she kind of does that. Except for... A little bit. Once the... So, once Owen attacks her, she cries for help. And I thought the worst was going to happen. Like, I I kept thinking that the worst possible con- like outcome was going to happen. I thought she was... Because in the beginning of the movie, you think she's going to lose the baby because she gets kicked on the stomach. And then you realize, oh, she's still pregnant. I thought like she was going to get attacked by Owen and it was going to take a real dark turn where she loses the baby at nine months and then like all hell was going to break loose, right? As soon as she goes back into the woods, though, and she's begging for help because the Whelans are attacking the house. Yeah. Like you kind of knew exactly where it was going. Right. She's like, I'll give you anything. Right. So she must have promised the baby at that point, even even if you don't see it. Unless she just said, I'll give you anything, and they took that, like, they just, they were like, okay, we'll come help, but, you know, like, she didn't know what they were planning on taking, but, like, you kind of, you kind of... A lot of them died in that exchange. They did. They did. That first, the first time the goblin dies where he gets smashed, his head gets smashed, and I was like, I was like, oh, shit, like, they're... They're going for it. Like, the, holy fuck. The fact that he called him daddy right before he did it, too, because, uh, because Colm Whelan, uh, wanted wanted to be named he wanted everybody to call him daddy which was really creepy daddy call me daddy and uh <laughs> the fucking the uh the the red cap comes and attacks them and they hit him with a cricket bat an irish cricket bat which looks it doesn't look like a english cricket bat looks like a medieval it looks like, like a shillelagh almost yeah, like kind a, of like a flat shillelagh yeah yeah um or actually, I think there's a like a, a Maori uh, weapon that looks just like that. I don't okay. know, though. Uh, but anyway, they they smash that thing across the room, and then he goes to hit it in the face, and it goes, Daddy, no! And he smashes its face in. And that was actually pretty... His face explodes. Yeah. It's gruesome. Yeah. I wasn't expect like, the like once you got into the, the effects and stuff later in this movie, some of it was pretty gnarly. Oh, it was because like for the for the most part throughout the entire first half of the movie, I was like, "Is this a PG thirteen movie?" Because it it really wasn't going crazy with the gore or anything like that. Once the goblins came into the fold at the end of the movie and started fighting with everybody, it got it got pretty gory. There's choice scenes where they really amped that up. Sure, I wouldn't say that the entire third act is like that though. Like there's just certain little scenes that yeah. have it. 
Um, but yeah, I, I completely agree with you. There's the shot of uh, Papa or uh, Daddy Whalen getting shot in the face with birdshot, like Dude, at the very end. That was fuck. <laughs> that was one of the bet. Like I rewound it and and watched again to see if I could see the transition between. Because it's him. It's he's the actor's actually sitting there. Oh yeah. And then there must have been a quick transition between him and the the face exploding. Yeah. Or do you think that was all CG? I don't know. No, I think there's a stunt performer that got shot in the face with birdseed. Oh, they just like they're like, we'll pay you, we'll pay you scale plus five bucks to get shot yeah. in the face with yeah. bird shot. Yeah, worth yeah, it. People are desperate these days. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that 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 whole however they did that, whether it was practical or CG, it looked absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that the end where uh, finally, f- finally, um, what's his name, the main guy, Jamie, Jamie, finally, Jamie was like, let's settle this like men to Papa to to or Daddy uh, Whelan. And he just shoots him in the fucking shoulder. <laughs> like, he's like, got yeah, a gun. no. Let's settle this like men, huh? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> just pops him. <laughs> Uh, that was, that was what like finally took all the steam out of Jamie as a character for me. I was like, cause you just kept, he's actually, you could compare him to, um, what the hell's in the next movie, the main character. Oh yeah. I guess there are like how he keeps wanting to prove himself. And then every time he goes to prove himself, he just gets his ass kicked. Kevin. Kevin. Fucking Kevin. Kevin! Um, every time Jamie decides he's going to step up and like be the protector in the house he ends up just he ends up getting his ass kicked and then he becomes like a sniveling child yeah like he just literally starts crying and and being kind of a bitch about the whole thing which was which was i don't know i it was disappointing for, throughout the entire movie and like i said i was waiting for some sort of redemption and it just never came yeah. It was weird. So overall, did you like the movie? I did. Like, what's your what's I your did like the movie. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was really uh well shot. I thought the um the acting was really good. Uh the I was kind of I was kind of thrown off by the the actual look of the goblins because they ended up being more cute and whimsical than i thought they were gonna be and it's weird because they the goblins were all shot with real human actors full-size human actors and then then shrunk down they built sets that were double the size oh did they really yeah that's how they did that oh so they actually built gigantic sets for these life-sized goblins to run around oh cool and then just you know see i thought they like you could tell that they were shot with full-size full-size actors in the makeup but I thought they just shot it and then they shrunk them down in post. Nope. You know what I mean? Nope. Those sets themselves were double the size. That's pretty cool. It'd be a weird experience to run around on. It really would. You know? Yeah. It'd be like going to the uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids set down, yeah. in, down in Disney yeah. World. <laughs> yeah. It's like you were an ant. Just walking around and stuff. Um. Yeah. Overall, though, I, I did like the movie. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was. I thought it was okay. Like I don't know that I would run out of my way to recommend people go watch it, honestly. It uh, it left me, I don't know. It was watch it and form your own opinion. Like See, I just I just didn't think that it was great. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. I actually like all the things that you said. You didn't really like that much about. I actually liked the first like forty five fifty minutes of the movie. I I enjoyed. I the, thought it moved 
just way too slow. I enjoyed the build up to what was eventually going to come and it uh like once once the conclusion hit, I was sort of caught off guard because I thought it was I think maybe just having the idea of what the hallow was and because the movie felt a lot like that. Yeah. I I expected something darker. When it took a turn toward the more whimsical, I I still liked it, but it just like I said, it caught me off guard. Um, the ending was crazy, like <laughs> like yep, where she becomes the mother red cap. Like they, there's this whole story side story about Maeve's daughter um, being dead, but then it turns out that Maeve's daughter actually wasn't dead. She was kidnapped by the red caps when she was a baby and now she's living down in their like underground lair as this decrepit old mother red cap yeah it's kind of gross actually and and the reason they wanted maya's baby is so that they could replace her essentially did they so it's weird though maya kills her at the end and then they all just bow down towards her is it basically like you took out the queen so now you're the new queen that's kind of the sense that i because they seemed almost. What the fuck was the whole scene of the end with her getting covered in blood from a floating skull? Like that all came out of nowhere. Like, I think what is she going just on? became Mother Redcap. Like they, because they really don't explain it. But I think that what they're trying to say is that she's now the new leader of the the goblins. But she's not in hiding. No, but she went in and she she went in and she destroyed their old mother. So I like. They need you her, almost kind of have her to, to formulate the rest of the story in your head. So, like, to me, the rest of the story is she becomes the new mother Red Cap. They essentially just let her, because they gave the baby back. So they just let her... baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> they just let her and Jamie and the baby live in the house, and she's the new mother Red Cap. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I kind so of. It's, so it's sort of a happy ending in a way. For her, yeah. But she really like is she like crazy at the end? She th- almost seems sort of nuts at the end, doesn't say, she? Does he just accept it too? Kind of seems like he does. He does. Like there's a there's a point when the like the rain starts coming down and there she's covered in blood and he like looks up at the sky and screams, but then he looks at her right at the end and smiles. So we like can, maybe, we can raise all of these forest children. Together. I mean that would be fine, right? As long as they were gonna leave you and your family alone. That's true. I would I, like I'd be c- completely comfortable living in a house with Mother Redcap as long sure. as the fucking goblins were gonna leave me and my kid alone. Sure, that's fine with me. I don't disagree with you. So, it's a it's a pretty weird ending, but it was cool. It it almost like uh, it almost gave me like a Mandy feel at the end, like with the weird colors and stuff like that. Just because I that's the first that's the first movie that pops into my head. Like the it almost looked like a lsd trip or something mm. like that you know what i mean yeah um but yeah i don't know i liked it overall was it the best movie i've ever seen no i would hope not no <laughs> but uh but because I did... the best movie you've ever seen is hobgoblins the best movie i've ever seen is hobgoblins I from had, 1988 i had no idea that this movie was like universally known as being one of the worst movies ever made i literally did not know that uh, when did you find that out about was halfway it, through watching it i was gonna say was yeah. it while watching it or was it uh was it was well, it I'm 30 it. seconds into the movie i'm watching it and like nothing seems to make sense 
I'm like, what is going on with this movie? Like, who, what else did this person direct? What else did this person write? You know? And, um, yeah, it, I definitely was not surprised when I read that it's one of the worst movies ever made. Like (laughs) mystery science theater has riffed it. Rift tracks has riffed it. Uh, it's just, it's, um, it's not great, meaning it's the best movie ever made. Right. Uh, directed by Rick Sloan, who has done a lot of softcore porn. Hell yeah, he has. Um, you know what? Good good, good on you, Rick Sloan. Uh, a young security guard must track down a diminutive aliens who... Diminutive? Yeah. Diminutive. Yeah. Okay. Who kill people. Small. Yeah. Who small. kill people. It's a fancy way of saying small. Even as they make their <laughs> fantasies come true. That's a terrible synopsis. Um, basically... It's an old film studio that has like a vault where they would keep, I don't know, things like money, I guess. I, I don't know what else they would keep there. Uh, hobgoblins. Hobgoblins. Yep. Uh, but there's a vault where these hobgoblins <clears throat> have been stored for 30 years. Right. Because they crashed here or something. We don't really get much backstory for it. <clears throat> but they're here. And you, the old... get, you get backstory in the form of the old security guard. What was his name? What the hell was his name? Ke- it, was, it wasn't uh, Kevin. None of these people ever did anything. <laughs> so no, was, they didn't. Uh, it wasn't Kyle. McCready. McCready. That's it. McCready. So, <laughs> so uh, my take on this is, uh, you have a softcore porn director. Yeah. Who loved both critters and gremlins. And yeah, this, decided to decided to spin it like, how can I make critters very, and gremlins, but also mix it with what I normally do, which is people's fantasies, aka porn, and yeah. and turn it into the greatest movie, <laughs> the greatest movie ever made. Ever made. It's it's definitely um, it definitely feels like a movie that was made from. It had a $15,000 budget. That's it. Oh, wow. Really? That's it. Well, in that case. I was going to say, in that case, in that actually case, it's not that yeah. bad for being fifteen grand. but it looks like it was fifteen grand. Yeah. You, you can't say that it doesn't. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I I actually found this movie very endearing. <laughs> That's the word I'm going to go with. I just like, it's it's my kind of schlock. It's It's... It's awful, and it's the the aliens are are uh, the critter, critter creatures, hobgoblins. They're just fucking stuffed animals. Yeah, it's literally all they they're are. They're stuffed animals with one point of articulation in their jaw, yeah. so they can. <laughs> and they barely and they barely even do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's pretty dismal and terrible. Oh man! But like this movie just got re released on 4K. Through I don't know, I forget what company it was. I can't believe that. I think it was it might have been Vincent. I think uh, Vinegar Syndrome put it out. But like, the point is like it, people love this shit. Whether it was made intentionally bad or not back in the day, it was obviously a cash grab for the small creature movies of the day: critters, gremlins, munchies, all those things. You sure. Know? Like it's obviously what it was, but that doesn't necessarily make it bad. Well, it does. It does. No, <laughs> I no. mean, it's a terrible movie. It is bad. But it's one of those movies that kind of circumvents it, you know, all the way around. And it's a yes, it's terrible, but that's why people love it. Therefore, it's well, unironically sure. terrible. If, yeah, it falls into the so so bad it's good yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so is it so bad that it's good? I think so. 
I enjoyed it quite a bit. I had a, I had some good laughs it at it. It makes no sense. No. It's completely unhinged like uh, in terms of like plot or anything else. Yeah, like it, the characters are the stupidest people alive. Yeah. They don't follow their own rules. Right. Do the do the hobgoblins make you just in your head fantasize about everything? Or no, is, it's or like an it actual in, tangible thing. Sure, but then once you kill the hobgoblin, they disappear. You don't. But then other times, there you can interact with their. Yeah, you don't even have to kill the hobgoblin. So confused. To make the thing stop, you can actually kill the the subject of the fantasy. Well, sure. Nobody wants to kill their friends, though. No, no, no. I'm saying like intentionally. I'm saying like, uh, like uh, the burglar, the burglar at the end of the movie, uh-huh. was killed by. Oh wait, hold on. Did the burglar at the end, did uh, did McCready shoot the burglar at the end of the movie, or did he shoot the hobgoblin and it made the burglar? disappear the hobgoblin hobgoblin. yeah i'm pretty sure well because that's what he says to kevin he's like once these things break out of the vault he says uh they they landed here 30 years ago and and i you know they seemed like cute fuzzy little friendly creatures and so i decided to let them live on the studio uh, like on the studio grounds yeah and he says until i realized that they were destroying everyone around them and essentially their power is they would tap into your mind and find out what your deepest fantasy is, and they would make you believe that you were living out your deepest fantasy. Yeah. And then in the course of living out your deepest fantasy, you would die. Yeah, and pretty much. <laughs> it's a good way to die, though, in fairness. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, if you, if you die thinking that you're living out your deepest fantasy, mm-hmm. what's the problem, really? I would die in a vat of pudding and human excrement. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fantasy. Uh, uh, um, but uh, he, he, there's like, there's so many stupid. Ro- well, okay, so comparing it to gremlins, so these are, uh, they're specifically attracted to the light, mm-hmm. whereas gremlins are, they don't want to be by the light at all, yeah. right? Yeah. Do you think they did that specifically as 100%. like a okay? Now it's funny because the uh, the the director of the movie who also wrote it, um, what's his name? Sneesh. Was that his name? Yeah, we'll go Sneesh. Sneesh. <laughs> the director John Wright. I was way off. Oh, no, S- that, no, that's unwelcome. Rick Sloan. Rick Sloan. That's it. It's pretty close to Sneesh. Yeah, Sneesh Sloan. You know, it's it's half there. <laughs> um, uh, he claims that he wrote this movie two years before Gremlins. I don't buy it no. at all. And this is the kind of guy, I mean, the guy directed softcore porn for a while. He's shysty. Well, you know? of course, yeah. That's what that's what you do. When you when you make those kind of movies, you become a shysty filmmaker. So <laughs> you're going to you're gonna claim that this was an original idea, even though it fucking wasn't. Um, he claims he wrote it two years before Gremlins came yeah, out. Bullshit. So this movie came out in 1988. Gremlins came out in 1984, which means it was probably written in 1980, somewhere around 81, there, yeah. 82, yeah. right? Yeah, because you know the wheels work kind of slowly. So mm-hmm. he's claiming that he wrote this in the 70s. I don't buy it. I don't buy it, Rick. Sorry. I agree. <laughs> too busy doing. I don't know. Too busy doing softcore porn. That's it. <laughs> 
Did you look up any of the titles that he directed? I did, because um, of course I did. And I had them in front of me, and then I got rid of them. Good uh, Girls which... Don't? Yeah. There's Good Girls Don't? Oh, The Visitants. The Visitants. He I think was... that's more of a sci-fi movie, though. He was a producer on The Visitants, and if you noticed, McCready at one point in time, when he does the flashback, when the, when the, um, the Hobgoblins first land on Earth, he's reading a book called The Visitants. Oh, is he? Did you notice that? I, d- I noticed he was reading something. Yeah. I didn't realize what it was. It was The Visitants. Well, that makes sense. Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, where, the, where, where, where were we? Oh, we were just talking about the plot. What a what a what an absolute Well that's the thing. What plot? There's there's not there really much no of a plot. plot. No, it's the hobgoblins, they live in a fucking bank vault on an abandoned movie set lot, basically. Right. They they get loose, they make a couple people have like mental orgasms and they get killed. <laughs> they like, that, that's the movie. Right. Most of the second half of the movie takes place at a place called Club Scum. Which is the type club of scum. club scum? It's like, a, it's like a crust punk club, basically. It was like they had they had the dangly streamers in the doorway. I was like, this is not. You call this place club scum, but in the doorway we, you have what I would walk through to go to. We literally a had those senior for our, prom. our sprinkle a couple weeks. Ago. Did you really? No, they had them at, uh, at your house. Oh, they in had the backyard. We did. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, that. there was those streamers set up on uh, the fence for picture taking. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I remember. And so that's the kind of decor you're going to have at Club Scum? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> the fuck? I just... Some of the shit, like... It, talking about the plot of this movie doesn't really make any sense because no. there is no plot. So no. some of the greatest things about this movie, first of all, uh, was it... Kevin was the Kevin was the main character, right? Yep. Who was the... Who was the... Uh, the dude, the military kid. Oh, that was uh, military Nick. dude Nick. Was Nick Billy Frank. What, um, a, what a name! God, that like that whole dynamic between him and his girlfriend. <laughs> like, when he, I, I, I knew for sure what I was getting into within the first thirty seconds of this movie. Yes, but it was solidified when he first shows up at the house. Yes. When he shows up and he's got that horn, the like the weird horn on his van, and then he gets out. You mean the horn that we had in our van? Is it the same horn? <laughs> Was it the same one? Something like that, yeah. And he gets out and his girlfriend Daphne comes like she goes, Oh my god, I know that horn anywhere. And he jumps out and he's still wearing his military fatigues and he's just like, Daphne, baby, pow, 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 pow. And he just they, starts like humping the air. And they, they they go to the van eventually and the van starts making cartoon sex <laughs> noise. Oh, my oh God. dude. There was so many like Looney Tunes yes. sound effects Which pep- makes me peppered wonder, into this movie. Did they take this movie seriously? Because honestly, it seems like there, there was a lot about this movie where like I thought maybe they're trying to make a legit movie, right? Like with <laughs> with the constraints they had and everything, like we got these awesome stuffed animals. We're gonna make this this <laughs> awesome Gremlins ripoff movie, but then they do stuff like the sound effects, and it's like, there's how do you do that and actually take what you're doing seriously, right? Like how is that a choice that you're making for a serious product? <laughs> so that that's that's why I wonder like. What was the intent of the movie? Is it intentionally supposed to be bad? I think or the, was it I think the I, don't know. I think the intent of the movie was 
they wanted to put the band, the Fontenelle, Fontenelles, on display. Well, sure. This entire movie existed so that they could play, so that the Fontenelles could play an entire song. It's a great song, though. It was a great song. It's a really good song. What was it? 99? 99 boys, 99 kiss, girls. No, no, it was like Kiss Thunder 99 or something like it that. It was or kiss, tra- uh, kiss Tracker? Kiss Tracker or something like that. Kiss, kiss Tracker 99? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great song. I looked it up. It's a great song. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. But they play... It just it 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 was like when we watched uh um what the hell was that movie with the radio station where it was it would just like it it would randomly break into like psychotic symphony and and uh you you don't remember that one I don't uh, bad frequency oh oh yeah 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 okay. like where yeah. the movie would be going along and then all of a sudden they that would full just, moon movie yeah they would yeah. just break for an entire music video yeah that's what this whole movie was leading up to getting to Club Scum. So that that band could do an entire performance on stage, because that's what like these these four kids are trying to fight these hobgoblins throughout the entire movie, and then they just get there and they sit calmly at the table while this band is playing their entire song. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is the, so the this is what stops. we're doing. Does the world stop so that the Fontanelles can play ninety nine Kiss Striker, whatever the fuck? If if we were in a in a room where the Fontanelles were playing that, yes, our lives would stop it's for prob- two and a half minutes. Yeah, you're probably right. I know I'm right. There was so many in aside like that was a good break where we actually got to watch that song be performed. There were so many times in this movie where shit just went on for too long. Oh, every yeah, they the, lingered. The bow. They lingered on every scene way too long. The bow staff fight at the beginning of the movie, with, was, the, with the rakes. The I was dying. I was dying at that because like he went to the military, right? Uh, what's his name? Dale? No, uh, Nick. Nick. Yeah. Nick Dale. Same difference. <laughs> uh, Nick comes back from the fucking army. He's like, where did where did he get his army training from? Japan? Was he <laughs> was he trained as a samurai? Like, what is going on? <laughs> That went on. That went on for like that fight between him and uh, Kevin went on for like four four and a half minutes, which doesn't sound like that long oh, until long you realize time. they were just bonking the sticks together yeah. for four and a half minutes. I half expected it to end the way the fight from Tammy and the T Rex. Oh, you haven't seen that. I haven't watched Tammy and the T Rex yet. Okay, you need to yeah, watch don't, it. Don't you need spoil to watch it. it. <laughs> this movie definitely had Tammy and the T Rex vibes to it, though. Did it really? Like, in terms of how it looked and just like the feel and like the the way it was written, yeah, it definitely has the same vibes to it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it it definitely felt like it was gonna end the same way, but it didn't. Um, we'll uh, revisit that uh, when we do that movie. Going back to Nick, one of my favorite parts of the movie was so the the hobgoblins are making him live out his fantasy, which. His fantasy from the beginning of the movie is he wants to be this like badass military the guy. Fucking Rambo scene. So, <laughs> so his his like drill sergeant shows up and he's like, We need to create a diversion. And so he decks him out. They're in the middle oh of Club God. Scum and he decks him out with like a bandolier, a bunch of grenades, and then he puts the red bandana on his head. And he's just stalking around the place trying to trying to like shoot the goblins and stuff like that. He ends up getting a grenade. Uh, oh, the sergeant tosses a grenade on the ground, and Nick, trying to be the hero... Well, he kills him intentionally. Yeah. He does. Nick, trying to be the hero, he jumps on top of the grenade, and these grenades, instead of throwing shrapnel, they light people on fire, apparently. So this is a part of his dream? I 
I thought this was real life. <laughs> no, it w- it was though. I thought like his I thought that his colonel or Sergeant Weber literally showed up there. I think he did. And just had an arsenal of weapons with him in the bar. I so this is where it gets funky. I, I, it's like it doesn't we don't know whether or not it's the it's the uh the gremlin thing, the the goblin controlling him or not. But let's but let's like let's agree here. He did get completely lit on fire. Oh yeah. He was he, he was, was completely aflame. He was entirely aflame from head which to is, toe. Which is pretty impressive for this movie. For like 35 seconds just yeah. like walking around the bar completely on fire. And so you're like, "Oh, okay, Nick's dead." But then at the end of the movie, <laughs> Kevin has his nunchuck fight with the burglar and then uh it's so it's just him and Amy who's now dressed like a hussy because apparently <laughs> apparently her uh deepest her, uh, desires. her deepest fantasy was to become be, a stripper be on stage and be a stripper Daphne and his weird little friend who's addicted to calling sex phone lines we didn't even talk about that but <laughs> Oh my god! So, so you think like, okay, these are the four people who are left at the end of the movie, and then all of a sudden Nick comes up on crutches, and he's there's not aside I had from a like whole body burn, but it just broke my leg. That's uh, all. Aside from like a small, like a little bit of trickling blood from his left arm, he's completely fine, even though he was on fire for thirty five yeah. seconds, yeah. and he just he walks up and he's like, "I told you, baby, I told you I'd be back." And they just go and they start banging in the van again, and it goes back to the Looney Tunes. Bonk, bonk, bonk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, when he showed up at the end of the movie, I was like, "That's it. <laughs> that's that's it, dude. This movie's awesome because he yep. was he was burned alive, but he showed up at the end of the movie with crutches for some reason, which yep. he didn't need because he immediately throws them so that him and Daphne can run to the van and and bang." I was like, "That's it, dude. This I mean, movie's that's awesome." That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Uh, the 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 club that they were at to where all this took place was that was that Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco, dude. Because <laughs> it I, totally was him, right? That's who it was. I kept thinking, I kept thinking Brandon Flowers, and I was like, "That's not it. That's from not the it, killers? though." Yeah. No, it's Brandon Urie. I, like, I was like, "That's not it. It's not Brandon Flowers. It was a hundred percent Brendan Urie." <laughs> But dressed like Brandon Flowers, yeah. He had like yes. the, he had like the red suit get up on. It was if you smash those two guys together and had a really annoying baby, it would be that guy. There were there were some some things. Like, obviously, this movie is super low budge, but like there were some parts in this movie that like were so low budget that it it, it made my heart swell a couple sizes. Like when the uh, when they when the car goes over the cliff and it bursts into flames. Not only is that stock footage, but when they show the two of them watching over the cliff, uh-huh. there's just like a red light in front of them, and you can see the square card they're using to like <laughs> flash the light because the square card just sits in the middle of them for a second. Like the so gel. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, it's like a, it's like a square like like piece of poster board. <laughs> That they're flailing over the light. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can literally see the two 90-degree angles of the car <laughs> just sitting over top of their bodies for a second. It's oh. like, I love how just they just didn't care. I got to see that in all. 4K. <laughs> I got to see it in 4K, dude. Like, that's got to look awesome. Um, there was uh, there was also the... Um, oh, fuck. What was it? There was... Uh, uh, 
Fantasia. The, oh, Fantasia, <laughs> yes. Uh, she was. She might have been the best part of the movie. She was classy. Fantasia, yeah. classy as hell, dude. Absolutely classy. Classy as hell. The um the grenade blasts in the club when they're going through when they're when they're having the big climax or whatever, all their money went to that scene, like all of their money oh, went yeah. to that, that last act of the movie. Oh yeah, dude. I mean the the movie is called Hobgoblins, and the goblins themselves are non-moving stuffed animals. They didn't hob. That's it. They didn't hob once or gob. I didn't see a single one hob or gob. No. Yeah. There's some there's some sound effects. A couple of them might have had like their their arms moving a little bit, but like that was it. <laughs> it's so bad. I love it. I love it so much. As far as the actual design of the goblin, like they didn't they don't look good. No. But they look cool. But I like, like I like the way they look. Like the creature design is cool. They are they literally are they're they're a cross between critters and gremlins. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, if you just took a critter and a gremlin and they had sex and they made a baby, it would be these things. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Did... So, these hobgoblins, when they get near you, they're supposed to make you live out your wildest fantasies. But is that in your head? Or is it physically? Can they just make random people appear out of thin air? That's the way it seemed because when he, when, like, when, uh, uh, what was the friend's name? The douchey friend, the, the guy who kept call, calling 976 Skag. Oh, um, what's his name? <laughs> what was Bob? his name? Kyle. 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 Fucking Kyle. When Kyle was sitting in the car about to be pushed over the, the rail, over the, over the rail, Fantasia was actually pushing the car and then, uh, Kevin runs up and he attacks Fantasia. He doesn't yeah. attack the goblin. He actually attacks Fantasia. But then he kills the but goblin. But then he kills the goblin. And Fantasia so, disappears. So it does seem like they're actually like physically manifesting these things. But that doesn't seem like part of their lore, though. It doesn't. That's no, part of their this... lore is that it makes you think it in your head. Right. It's mental. Which is a pretty cool concept. Sure. Like this movie... If you had the right kind of budget behind it, and it was made today, it could actually be a pretty cool. Well, there movie. was a sequel that was made in twenty uh, two thousand nine. It was made in two thousand nine. Yep. I knew that they made a sequel, but I didn't realize that it was yep thirty years later. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. So we should do that. We should hundred percent do that. Um, I don't know. This movie was was not supposed to be good. No. I do. I do have Ooh. to just before you move on. I got to bring up the the ending real quick because okay. of how egregious it was. Uh, so the the old man, uh, the old man security guard McCready, yeah, who's been looking after these things or, or making sure that they don't come out of the vault for the last thirty years. Had, I think he put them in there. He had the ability. For the last third, he knew that they were, were killers. He knew that yeah. they had the ability to destroy everything around them. But he also had the ability to blow them up at any time. Never did. And never did. <laughs> he decided. He decided after they got out and they wreaked havoc on on uh, the town for a night that now might be a good time to take out my little switch and blow them up. It's like. Why didn't Just you do it before? Why didn't you do that thirty years ago, dude? He's a lover, not a fire. That's why. Oh, <laughs> it was Come on. just like I was like, why'd you let? Why'd you keep him alive all this time? 
No, it doesn't make sense. Nothing about this movie makes sense. Nothing about this it's movie makes sense. It's a terrible movie, and, and that's I, the and whole I completely point. completely love it. Yeah. Like, this is one of the worst movies ever made. Yes. Did I love it? Yes. 100%. Yeah. Like, this is, this is my kind of schlock. Like, it's just bad, and it's you're laughing, and you don't know why you're laughing. It's just because it puts you in a state of mind that is that is unlike anything else. It's like a drug. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a drug, you know? Like, your brain feels like it's melting a little bit from watching them. Yeah. I don't know. I loved it. It's, um, it's just pure stupidity, and yeah. uh, it's just it's delightful. Yeah. It's delightful. That's this is another word. one of those movies where I wish we would have watched it together because I think we would have had a really good time. Agreed. We should, we should probably start vetting our movies more often. Yeah. Because we just pick movies randomly and then we watch them. Yeah. We should start vetting them. And if we think that it's the type of movie that we need to watch together, we should start actually watching them together because this movie would have been a blast to watch while you're having a few beers. That's fair. And laughing about well, it. Well, there's a second one, so... So let's watch that one yeah. together. Agreed. So, all right. So, which um, one was the better movie? <laughs> which one was the better movie? Which movie did you enjoy more, from your own perspective? From my, if you own... had to recommend one movie to somebody for any reason. Um, most of the people that I associate with are like our normal people. Yeah. So, if I had to recommend one of these movies, I would recommend Unwelcome. Okay. Um. But if I wanted to just like sit and have fun with a group of people while watching a movie, it would definitely be Hobgoblins. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. I I, I would agree with that. Like, I I don't don't know a lot of people who I could recommend Hobgoblins to and say, oh, you got to watch this. And they would. That's a fair point. Most people that I know would come back to me and be like, why the fuck did you tell me to watch this movie? Like, that was, it was tedious, you know? That's a fair point. Yeah. So it's, it's really like, it's. You have to be a fan of the. You have to be a fan of the kind of. It's so bad. It's good culture. Oh, absolutely. To, to appreciate hobgoblins. Absolutely. <laughs> you know. Not you. Not only appreciate it. You need to be the president of that club. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's, that's and you're and you're it takes and you're special cur- someone and you're currently listening to the president and vice president of that club. So that's a fair point. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, that's yeah. Um, those, that that's, was uh, Hobgoblins and Unwelcome. Yes, sir. Uh, they were fun. Yeah, I liked them. I liked them. Watch them. Um, if you want to find us before next week, which uh, next week we're finally doing it. I think so. We're finally doing it. I mean, it's on the book, so we got to do it. Stranger Things four. Yep. We will be here. We may or may not have a special guest. We will in studio. We will. It's going to be a good time. We will. So if you haven't watched Stranger Things 4 yet, catch up on it. Come back here. Listen to us. Before then, if you want to find us, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzz to Kill Podcast. If you want to find us on Twitter. X. If you want to find us on the Musk machine, uh, you can find us at the Buzz to Kill PC. I don't, I'm, I'm going to call it Twitter, I think, from now on. Yeah, still. I am too. Cause or Twitter X. Yeah. X Twitter. It's going to take a Twixer. while. Twixer. 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 Oh. Do you remember the, do you remember the mm, three milky Twickers? No. You don't remember that? No. Oh, dude, that was J-Raj days. You don't remember mm. when we, oh. we oh, smashed all yes, the candy bars yes, together yes. and we made a mm, three milky Twickers? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that's it. We should. The Twixer. We should recreate that this Halloween. 
Um, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, uh, you can find us at the Busco PC. Uh, tell tell somebody about our show. I don't care who. Dealer's choice this week. Yeah, dealer's choice. Anybody you want. And uh, if 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 you want to listen to the if you want to listen to the novelization of Hobgoblins, oh, which may or may not exist, I have no idea. Uh, go on over to uh, audibletrial.com/slash/thebuzzkillpodcast. Pick yourself up a free Audible there's, trial. There's got to be books on goblins, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Or I, I would say, if you want something that has goblins in it, listen to a Noob Town book. That's, okay. The, those are some of the books that fucking Brian got me into. They're fun. Okay. They're very fun. Fair enough. So head over there, grab yourself a free trial, get a free credit, free book on us, buy us a case of beer. It's all good, baby. That's it. That's um, all we need in life. Until next week, Michael. James, sir. Thanks for coming out on Thursday, bud. I appreciate you. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Yep, we'll see you. See you.